Hey everyone, today is Thursday, the 24th of June, 2021. This is The Gap, episode 571. I'm Luke Laurie. Job Gure is here. And uh, Job, I have something to tell you. Go. Uh, my name is not actually Luke Laurie. It is Hideo Kojima. And this is a Metal Gear slash Silent Hill podcast. Silent Hill podcast. You, For so you long. fucking boomed me. I can't believe how many fucking years has it been. And this is how I find out. Yep. How like how could you do this? This is ridiculous. What about when I was trashing Death Stranding for like months on end and you were joining in? Have some self-respect in you. For you. That was for you. That is crazy. <laughs> it is another classic Luke air quotes troll to fucking boom me. That yep. is spectacular. Well, Hideo, thank you for the great games and the not so great games. Mm. Um I can't wait to see what you do next. Uh, I'm very excited. Obviously, well, you'll stay on the podcast because of contractual <laughs> obligations. Um, you, yeah. We got you locked in for the next 15 years. But uh, yeah, like, you know. Oh, hold on, hold on. Sorry. Mm. Xbox is calling. One second. Oh. Yeah, no, no. They said, they said no deal. No deal? No deal. No deal. Yeah, we, we can't do it. No more podcast. No more podcast. They, hang on. They don't get to say this, okay? We've already... I kept. I keep saying Series X slash S instead of Xbox X, right? So we're in the clear, right? That was the deal. We're in the clear. They cannot fucking shut us down if I say Xbox Series X S instead of Xbox Sexes. Mm-hmm. Xbox Sexes is so much worse than Xbox... I'm just going to go back to sex, I think. Sex is just... I, yeah. I think it's X- Xbox Series. Like, is that what it is as a as a whole? Is it the series? Is that what you're supposed to say when you're just I, describing I, both I don't of think them? that's how they describe it. They usually, like, do the X pipe S. Yeah, what is that? What is that character pipe. called? Pipe. It's not called yeah. pipe. It's called pipe. It is not called pipe. I'm fucking looking this up. I'm looking this up. What character is what unicode is this come on come on maybe it's a vertical line slash vertical bar pipe that's not it's who says pipe (laughs) who says vertical bar the internet i suppose it's better than pipe what's the other one do you call the other one a horizontal bar like a hyphen the, what underscore underscore yeah underscore, underscore the lower, vertic- lower horizontal bar lower horizontal bar. <laughs> i mean it's descriptive it's better than yeah. what, what do you call it flat pipe ground pipe um yeah yeah under pipe anyway uh so- Cool. You've been following all this nonsense on on everywhere. I've been. I was. I was ground floor on this shit. I was ground floor on this shit. Everyone else jumped in way after I did. Uh, I was like on this shit well early. I don't know if you saw. I was tweeting out some of my favorite conspiracy theories. My favorite was uh, the guy who was like um, in the director's cut uh, trailer for. that terrible game, Death Stranding. Um, Sna- uh, Snake tries to look at the director. Here, here, here's the full text. Look at the Death Stranding director's cut trailer. Sam takes 
a cardboard box, brown, from which some oranges fall on the ground. I know that it's a Metal Gear Solid reference, but if you remove the color orange from a brown box, all you have left is a blue box. Confirmation. Mm. Like, that is so divorced (laughs) from just, like, you can't argue with that because what the fuck would you say, right? Like, you'd be like, that, yeah, uh, I guess, right? Like, it doesn't not make sense. Uh, Is this the sort of stuff you're feeding? The conspiracy theory nuts? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm reading a really good comic at the moment called um, The Department of Truth uh, that uh, deals in a lot of conspiracy theory uh, stuff and, like, sort of also deals in, like, why conspiracy theories, um, like, take hold and stuff and uh it's pretty like it's a pretty good read it's definitely worth checking out if you can find it uh it's not easy to find but um yeah it's it's uh it's a it's a really good read uh definitely worth reading the other one that sort of dealt in the same sort of areas it's how i got onto it was uh the latest constantine run um by spurrier uh like the last 12 uh 13 Constantine issues are all conspiracy theory related and uh yeah really good reads uh good stuff um but yeah no this uh blue box conspiracy stuff like it had to have started as like uh oh yeah uh we'll like this will this will drum up a little bit of interest right and then someone's like grabbed onto it and they're like invading some sort of like we're at the we are literally just short of the point where someone goes into a pizza store trying to find a basement that doesn't exist so they can free children like that's that's where we're at in this conspiracy theory it has gotten so wildly out of control and uh yeah we're at that point i think like they have let it go way too far. They need to do something to temper this shit. But the thing about conspiracy theories is that, like, proof that a conspiracy theory is incorrect is yeah. generally just used to as proof that it is correct. Like, it it doesn't matter what you say or do at this point. Like, it's gone. It's It's away from you. And, yeah, it just... I feel really bad for them. We get when's the trailer for this this so called game out? It's I mean it's out. The, the the initial teaser trailer is out, but the next one they're saying is still a while off. Oh really? Yeah, they've been doing like. Uh, I thought they were going to do another very, one real soon. I think they're doing very like slight Q and A sort of stuff at the moment, just to temper people's expectations at this point. But they're still being very, uh, like quiet and like avoiding certain questions and things like that there was that bloomberg article that that apparently like jason schreier spoke to them for an hour Mm. um even though his article was very light on content um like just them not answering a bunch of questions about who's funding them and which is weird things like that as well like i understand that i mean i i'm i'm sort of I'm like 90% convinced that this thing is not a Sony joint, 
but at the same time there's so many weird connections that just don't make any sense and you're like all right there's there's a chance it's it's definitely fucking strange <laughs> that's that's the that's the thing about it right like it's just there are little things that you could point to and then people like people get just further and further out of hand with it right like and you get to the point where people are like oh yeah orange is falling out of a brown box means blue box type shit um sorry the thing that's supposed to come out today or tomorrow is the uh, app was delayed a couple of days not a second trailer the app yeah there's some sort of what is the app promotional app that they're bringing oh great yeah and this is definitely a kojima game and if it's they're releasing some sort of app right like there's so much (laughs) oh yeah anyway it's not kojima it's not i'll i'll bet you i'll bet you i'll I'll do a bet with you what are you gonna bet me Whatever I'm, you fucking like, mate. I'm, tell, I'm telling you that I don't think it is. You reckon it might be? I'm saying it flat out isn't. You don't want to fucking... No, I'm saying that you can't... There's obviously, like, weird stuff. And I'm saying I do not think it is at all. I don't think it is. All right, all right, okay. You said, like, 90%. You said there was a 10% chance that it could be. You didn't want to rule it out. Let, I don't know. I don't want to rule it out. That's what I'm saying, is that there's... There's some weird thing. They could definitely turn around at some stage and be like, "Aha, jokes! It is we fucking something to do with Hideo. Um, whether or not he's, you know, maybe not as involved, but sort of he- like because I think though, what is the like? He has some sort of studio in the Netherlands, and this is a studio from there. And what else is there? Like this guy's name is translates to you know when you do it from uh like turkish to english and turkish to english um, to japanese and yeah all the, all these tiny tiny idiotic things yeah hmm. for sure but still yeah come on i mean the, the this thing goes two ways right either either it is or it isn't and if it isn't it just means a bunch of people are going to be really upset and disappointed. But at the same time, it's gotten this studio a bunch of eyeballs onto it. And I think at that stage, it's very hard um, to, I guess, get rid of that hype. Or like you've sort of blown this thing up so much mm. that whatever it ends up being is not, unless it is the thing that the people want it is, it's not going to be like what they want. So you've kind of. I think I think at the end of the day they've fucked themselves out of this by like teasing all this little weird shit and it's not going to do them any good I feel like no um like it's it has done them good up to a point like it's gotten more people to talk about this game but at a certain point you pass a threshold and then it just becomes like you leading people on and it's just going to piss off a bunch of people like the the idea that you know uh there's no such thing as as bad marketing right but there absolutely yeah. fucking is. There yeah, absolutely yeah. fucking is. And yeah, they may have reached that point at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, should we talk about some games? Sure. There's a lot here. Yeah. There's tons of games here, actually. Let's do it. Uh, last week, we talked about the Steam Next Festival. Um, you'd played a bunch of games, and uh, we've got some more here to talk about. So 
Uh, we might go through this list. I think I've played some of the ones that you've played and, and vice versa. So, Well, I think um, last week just... I had played the Xbox demos, ah, the Summer Game right. Festival demos. But this week, yes, Steam Next, which is mm-hmm. over now. But um, anyway, such is yeah. time makes fools of us all. <laughs> so I checked out Terra Nil, which was the one at the top of the list of the most popular or the most um downloaded or i'm not really sure like how they're measuring those stats and numbers but this was the one at the top of the list um yeah it's a weird one like i really enjoy the aesthetic it's basically the the idea is what sort of happens when you um take a city builder and make like a reverse city builder um and you're trying to do weird things with the environment and um and you've got a bunch of different tasks that need to be accomplished and in order to do that you've got to build certain um structures in specific areas and then when you do that that allows you to um then build more things around that area and so you're you're sort of like starting off very basic and then working your way um, to a point where like, all right, the air pollution here is at this level and now this allows you to do this other thing. It's it's now raining and that will fill up all these rivers. Um, and, and then once you make all these rivers, you've got to build these boats and these boats allow you to collect certain things. And then that turns that stuff into this thing. And it's it's a very strange, like, um, like it, it's, it starts off as like a desolate wasteland and I think the idea behind it is what, like, what would happen if you made a sim builder, um, and once you get to the end of that sim builder, everything explodes, and the world turns to shit. Like, what if that was your starting point, and then you work your way backwards? I think that's the sort of thing that they're going for with, with Terranel. Um, it reminds me a lot of like those old SimCity sort of building games. Yep. Um, specifically, it's got that that very similar art style as well to, to those games mm. and um i for the most part really dug it except there's a lot of obscurity in there in terms of like why you're sort of building this stuff i think they've got some work to do with the um like explaining exactly why you're doing certain things and how that affects the environment around you because by the time i got to what I think might have been the end of the demo, I didn't really know how to finish the demo. Um, it was asking me like, here is your goal. You need to um, sort of recycle all of the things that you've built already. And in order to do that, you've, here are the, the steps that you need to, to do to accomplish that thing. But then I got to a point where I'm like, I don't actually know how to, like, I don't know how to recycle that thing that I need to recycle because it's too far away from everything else that I need like I need to build certain chains to get to that spot and I don't know how to get there anymore like I've I've sort of fucked myself at this point like and I've run out of resources um that allows me to build stuff and it just seemed like a point where like I spent um I don't have it in my list anymore but you know I spent like 40 minutes in this game and if I was to start again I'd have to start again from scratch and and even if I did that I don't really know what I did wrong and so that was the problem for me is that I, uh, I I got to the end, I knew I was in trouble, but I didn't know how I 
got in trouble. Like I, I didn't know the solution to correct that problem in the future. Yeah. And um, so that was kind of uh, a bit of bummer. But I like the idea and the concept of it. I just hope that as they, because um, because all these games are going to be talking about now, they're all demos. They're all um, they're not early access games. They're just stuff that is coming that I guess will be either released or in early access at some stage. So they'll be getting feedback. Um, so yes, I like certain aspects of it. I think it's really cool and an interesting take on a uh, like a city builder game, but but with a twist. Mm. And so um, I'm hoping that once they do get to uh, early access or release, that they've tightened up some of those tutorials and um, and and really made things a bit more um, easier to digest and understand what it is you need to accomplish and how you accomplish those goals because yeah I, I think it's really cool cool did you check this out at all no i didn't um it looked interesting but uh i wasn't in, really in the mood for people were like oh it's so zen and stuff and i was like uh if i want to i don't know if it's zen no no all right <laughs> there's um, some more zen stuff on this list that we can talk about but i like i don't think it's as it's not as complex as um like city skylines or anything like that where you're managing um at least i don't think it's going to be complicated but we're managing like traffic and population density and 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 waste and transportation that sort of stuff um this is a lot of like hey if you build these certain things in a specific spot it'll create a um it'll set everything this entire forest on fire and then once that forest has been set on fire then you can build these other tier items on top of that forest and um it allows you to go down different like build trees uh that that you know progressively get you further and and further closer to your i guess i shouldn't say further i mean closer to your goal and in the end run um it's just a bunch of it isn't sort of like it seems like a puzzle game because you're given this area of like hey solve this figure this out um but to me it didn't feel like uh a puzzle when i got to the end because it's like oh i kind of I don't know how to fix this. I'm right. stuck. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so this is certainly an interesting concept. I mean, oh yeah, the idea of a a D maker and un un a city unmaker or something. Um, mm. So yeah, like uh, it's definitely got some some legs in that department. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it did. Yeah, it does sort of seem like a, just a puzzle game to me. Yep. Um, all right, we got next is uh, Road 96. So you played this one? Uh, yeah, so this was a, this was a pretty cool, uh, like not what I expected, I guess. Uh, I don't know why, but I sort of expected something like Interstate 76. Okay, uh, yeah. And... How did you draw that conclusion um, from the name? <laughs> the, there was a six in the name, I think was entirely yeah. it. And uh, you, you didn't go to Fallout 76 at all? No, no, I managed to dodge that. I didn't go there. I didn't go to Interstate 76 with Fallout 76 either. I don't know why. Interesting. Hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's sort of like a hitchhiking narrative adventure you sort of mm-hmm. i mean the the time i played i started in a car and um you like you're not driving you're not actively driving this car you, you're sort of just uh 
like activating prompts on the screen. Yeah. There's like a, a prompt to uh, talk to or look look at your dashboard or look at the radio or talk to the person next to you, ask them questions mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, you sort of carry on along that way and, and it's a, a branching narrative path. The answers you give and the questions you ask all have uh, consequences and it does the, you know, such and such will remember that type thing. Yeah. And um, yeah, you sort of have to um, make your way so the 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 country you're in is uh is sort of i don't know dystopian um it's mm-hmm. this near fascist state uh that looks very similar to uh what i imagine america to look like uh and you're trying to escape across the border and there are people who don't want you know people to you know it's it's unpatriotic to want to leave the country and they should be all locked up and there's people who will try to call the cops on you if you admit that you're trying to leave and all this kind of stuff and so you've got to navigate there's like this this element of trust and uh suspicion and suspense that you have to navigate as you go through uh the i don't know the the hitchhiking element and you got to make decisions and you can earn a bit of money and you could catch a bus and it's a bit safer than hitchhiking or um, you could just walk, uh, but you could, like that could get you pulled up and stuff. And um, yeah, just sort of, uh, you got to get, get your way out. I don't, the demo didn't allow me to make it out. Um, so it's not like that close so it seemed like i got pretty close uh to the border but uh there was as far as i could tell there was no way for me to actually escape in the demo um how many times did you play it like three times uh okay but i'd i'd re i'd seen the same thing uh twice after the third i'm like i don't think it's i don't think it's got as much because at the end of the demo it sort of shows you like a bunch of stuff that might happen eventually like a trailer i guess um and i did i wasn't seeing any of that shit and i'm like okay maybe this demo is like just you know well it's a vertical slice it's a demo obviously so uh maybe it's not going to show me any of this stuff and I'll, i'll just come back like there's no point in continuously retreading this same ground uh and boring myself of it before the actual game comes out so yeah i'm just sort of held mm. off waited it out um yeah yeah because that that very first area of you being inside of the the vehicle yeah. with another person is a bit more linear in terms of what you're able to do yeah. there's only certain things that you can interact with uh and there's a couple of choices that you can make but then the next section is a bit more open you're walking around you're able to talk to different people interact with stuff in the environment and i think those choices could be a little bit more um branching but that's is that where the demo ends because that's where my demo end after that bit that's where it ended every time for me yeah 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 so yeah i think it it sort of leads to that and you can yeah make different choices once you're there um but it's sort of always going to end 
at that point, regardless of the choices you make, is just what yeah. happens to the people involved. That's different. So what choices did you make then? I think we can talk about spoilers. As a oh, yeah, it's just a demo. demo. Um, <laughs> so, uh, well, I, I made the... So it seemed like if I pumped gas correctly, I was able to convince yep. the gas station owner to not throw the guy under the bus. Okay. Uh, well, to not out the guy who went and hid in his his thing, he still caught. He'd all, he always called the cops. Yeah. Um. But uh, I could I could argue with him to not. He it seemed like he was happy that I'd hmm. pumped gas correctly or whatever the fuck I don't know. Well, not happy, but like less of a cunt, and uh, yeah. So he wouldn't point out that the guy went to the shed if I was like don't say that uh, but the first two times I did it that's what happened I, I didn't know I mean I pumped gas correctly but you also had to choose the right like prompts so yeah uh, what what'd you do how many times did you uh, I did the same thing except right. I didn't I don't remember arguing with him. The cops came. So, so basically there's a second teenage kid that, that rocks up at this gas station um, after the owner has said he recognizes your picture from a wanted poster. Um, and so this is how this exchange of like, all right, I'll pump gas for you. Um, and so you do that. This other kid rocks up. He ends up uh, running away after the police show up. Mm. And at that point, um, for me, the cops found the kid they went into the the um like little shed, shed. that he's in found yeah. him took him away uh, and then the other cop that's with them um which is a lady uh she showed up cop, at a different time yeah just to get a, she a ends gas up pumped. yeah she ends up saying that uh like uh she'll take you in to the other police officers and she puts you on a car drives away and then she lets you off down the road um because she doesn't think you're a she knows what you're up to, um, which is basically trying to cross the border, but she doesn't think that is a crime. Um, mm. So there's obviously a lot of politics in this game, <laughs> looking at different uh, people's behaviors and, and their beliefs and that sort of stuff. And so um, that's... I only played through it once, um, and that's kind of where I ended up. I get let out of the car at that point. Right. Um, yeah, uh, that's basically where it ends regardless. Um, like once you get let out of the car or, yeah. uh, you, you can go walking around and like catch a bus or hitchhike further. I stole the car. You stole the car. <laughs> How'd you steal the car? I never worked that out. Where were the keys? Um, the keys were in the, uh, the shed. They were behind. They locked. Um, um, there was a a a locked case or something on like a maybe it might have been even a locker. Um, I can't remember. But you get the option to pick it or just break the lock. And I think I was like, I just break it. So I broke it. Um, picked up the. I think there was keys and like a ATM card. Um, and so you can go into the the gas station and actually use the ATM. Uh, machine like the ATM and yep. uh, ATM machine <laughs> and, with your and it number. gives you a choice of of taking out cash or whatnot. So then after I, I end up stealing the car, right? Uh, and I guess that's the thing, right? Is that a game like this? 
this is a very small s- snippet of what is in the game but also there's a bunch of different choices that you can make and then how that leads on to the next thing um is kind of how the story will unfold like if, if you end up getting arrested by the police i guess and taken away you must have a different outcome or like chapter the next the next thing that happens and so um, that's the kind of part where this is hard to talk about because we've only seen the one very small uh, area that you can go to and there's obviously choices that you can make but how those choices affect the overall story is very hard to, to yeah. gauge at this stage yeah yeah it's, it's difficult to tell how branching it's going to be but you get the sense that there's quite a lot in it um, mm-hmm. but yeah anyway uh, okay. yeah cool uh, right. what's next that was Road 96 Road 96 um, I guess we'll just keep keep going right um, totally. what do we got here Murder Mystery Machine this is a detective game where you're playing a, a police officer um, with a partner who has just joined this new um, unit I guess yep and you're solving crimes um, it's using very similar technique to like uh like sherlock holmes the sherlock holmes games where um you are looking in an area talking to people collecting clues but it's done in a like isometric view very very cool looking isometric view um it's sort of it's like a shoebox um angle where you're looking uh, down but the walls are removed yeah, a diorama, and and as you move the camera around to um, different angles, it removes part of the wall, like pulls it away, and then puts back the the part of the wall that you can now see properly. And so, um, it's a very stylistically looking game. I mean, it looks really cool, um, like a, a neat art style. In terms of the gameplay, you're uh, so yeah, it's it's like the Sherlock Holmes style, connecting different people to objects that you found or items that you found or like pieces of information that you've gathered from this investigation and drawing connections between these things in order to uh determine what you think has happened in this crime to solve this case uh and so it's i think it's a really neat idea and they're definitely onto something but from what i played the the main aspect of this game is that joining information together that you've gathered in order to open up um either new dialogue options or uh i think it's just dialogue options for the most part or like new pieces of information to 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 give you an idea of what has happened Uh, i just don't think those connections are very well explained it's 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 a lot of clicking on one thing like a gun clicking on a person to draw this connection and then the game going yay uh all right let's ask this person about this gun and this person the like this other character in this room and maybe they'll have some more information to go off and so uh there's a lot of just like randomly clicking on things to be like oh i wonder if this is the thing the game is trying to tell me to do like you've got all this information in my head i'm like oh okay this is who i think did it and why they did it but the game wants you to click on something and then join that to something else in order to open 
a new dialogue tree and it could be something that has nothing to do with um like where your brain is at the moment it might be a, like a newspaper and a person and you're like all right well why do i have to i guess i'm clicking on that now uh and so you end up with this you know it's like that uh that meme of the always sunny in philadelphia where you've got that cobweb of wire yep. and by um, silver. yeah and like behind behind him is like people's names and pictures and all that sort of stuff and and that sort of thing and that's what your your um your page ends up looking like right and so i mean it's really cool the tool that they've got there you can move all these names around and there's uh um ways that you can like organize things a bit clearer and i talked about that game i played recently the board game detective and modern crime board yeah and these are the sort of things that I was doing. A modern, a, a modern crime board. Oh, a modern crime board game. Board game. Yeah, <laughs> it's covered. I can't see it. Um, uh, and so, like on a piece of paper, these are the, like the mind maps. You draw them out, people's names, connect the dots, and all that sort of thing. And so, this this is the thing the game has for you to play around with, and that is really cool. But it's very hard to get a sense of. Like, how do I get to the next stage that the game wants me to to get to? Uh, like, there's a piece of information here that I'm that I need to specifically join, uh, and I'm just like, I'm just missing that one little connection. And so, um, luckily, the game has a hint option. You just click it, and it like highlights the squares that you're missing, and it's like, hey, maybe you should look at these two things. You're like, oh, okay, so connect that to that. And it opens up a new dialogue. I can talk to my partner now and ask him about this thing. Or I can talk to the secretary and ask her about, you know, th- this person's relationship with this person. Um, and uh, and so I think that is a little bit finicky because in Sherlock Holmes, um, it does a pretty good job of like, you're able to connect people's names to other people or uh uh different information that you've gathered uh and join them together but when you do that it generally starts this like weird web when you click on one thing it'll then expand it and spider webs you, out yeah like like a cracking yeah, glass like it or tells something. you yeah. this thing that you're clicking on has a choice and this is the branch you're going down and and eventually like hey hey this is all you can do here. There's nothing else to really investigate. Like you've done what you need to, and you can be completely wrong in your decisions. Um, and you'll end up solving that case wrong. <laughs> like you'll just go to the next case. You yep. fucked it up. But at least when you're, you're joining these things together, the game is telling you, okay, you can't do any more with this thing that is done. Um, but you get to the end of that level and you've made the wrong decision. Whereas this game is just like, you have no idea. It's yeah. just a bunch of like, 30 pieces of information on there and you're like all right well do i do i just fucking join everything to like can i do that and if i if you i think if you just join stuff together it's it's ranking you in the background like how many incorrect things you need to do and all that sort of stuff and so um it seems a bit more unforgiving in that point but also just not understanding how they got from this thing that they want me to get to to it seems pretty harsh to rate you on that shit too because the point of the corkboard and the string is Mm. to test those connections test ideas yeah Yeah. not to rate you on your ability to fucking nail shit first try 
Uh, so yeah, that seems pretty fucking rough. Yeah, and the like the Sherlock Holmes game does that really well. Like you'll be fifty percent of the way through a investigation, right? And you've gone down this. Uh, you called it like a branch or a spider web, hmm. and then like you get to a point where you get a piece of information that completely changes what that web looks like, and all of a sudden the person that you thought it was, you start then going backwards, working your way back up this branch and then going down a different uh, different section. And like, now it looks completely different. Your, you know, your uh, hypothesis of what is going on has changed and all this stuff. And so um, I, I just feel like the what they've done in the Sherlock Holmes games is, is a lot better. Um, I do like the idea of this being a bit... Um, maybe more hardcore but at the same yeah. time just very brutal in terms of um it's not like i've done something wrong and it's 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 uh, punished me for it but just not understanding what the game is trying to tell me that i should look at as a you know here's 30 pieces of information i feel like i've gotten 95 percent of this right and there's just one connection that has just roadblocked me and that yeah. happened a couple of times during that demo where I was just like, I don't really understand what it wants me to do. So I'll just click the hint button. It'll be like newspaper and this person. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I know that was a thing, but I didn't realize I needed to connect those two. I mean, I thought that was obvious. Like I've already connected these other four things and they're in a little bunch. Why do I need to connect this thing to that thing now? It's just like, it just doesn't, didn't make much sense. Um, and it's kind of hard to explain without like you seeing this thing in action. Um, because like the, the things that I'm talking about are like, here's like five different people, right? And this one person has a letter and a, a, a movie ticket and um, it's, it's their house and all this stuff. And so you end up joining this one person to movie ticket house, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then their relationship with this other person, you do all that sort of stuff. Uh, and, and you end up with this this web of, information and you feel like you've got a good idea but the the game then wants you to link the newspaper to like directly to something else that's over here even though that this stuff at the top seems like you've you've already linked all that stuff if you know what i mean um and so it just makes it like you end up in this spot where it's i can't go any further what do i want what does the game actually want me to connect directly yeah and then that happens you're like oh okay and then you feel like you've um it's unsatisfying yeah because you've you feel like you have done what the game wants you to do but you haven't done it the way that it like directly wants you to connect those two things and you're it's like, like oh, in well, school fair enough right i remember uh in school uh they would like you do a maths test hmm. i remember failing a uh a maths test because yeah. uh i didn't show the correct working hmm uh i had all the That's correct answers no i didn't cheat uh i'd read ahead in the book and so i went into like because i was a fucking hyper dork if that isn't clear over the last 40 fucking years of podcast uh i'm a massive <laughs> fucking dork but i'd read ahead in the book and they had some like shortcut ways to do some of the shit that was on this test and so i did those shortcut ways because they were yeah a lot easier uh and they were shortcuts but that was not what they were testing me on they were testing me on knowing what they taught and so because i showed the incorrect working but arrived at the correct answers 
Mm-hmm. And uh, I that was basically like if I were to look back on the course of my life, that was when I stopped giving a fuck at school. That was literally like you could chart a course. And from there on out, I I had been trying and I'd put in all the effort and then I failed this test. I'm like, well, fuck this shit. I'm done. And uh, I became a uh, slacker basically directly after that and dropped out of Math C and Maths B and... I only stayed in physics because I knew that there was a class trip to Dreamworld and that was about it. And me and Heath did, we were paired, we were partnered to do this Dreamworld assignment together. And uh, I remember one month, I don't know why I'm so far off on this tangent, but uh, one month after we were supposed to have submitted, uh, I remember Heath and I being called into the, the physics teacher's office and uh, she was like, um, you guys, I need the, f- the paper that you did at Dreamworld. And I remember looking at Heath and, and then going, oh, we gave it to you. I don't understand. We gave it to you when everyone else did. And she was such a space case that she was like, oh, my God, really? And we're like, yeah, I don't understand. And Heath played along perfectly, and uh, <laughs> we didn't turn in shit. And she gave us—I think she gave us just a passing grade, but we didn't give a fuck. We got to go to Dreamworld and do nothing, so it worked out pretty well. Uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah, that is how you solve crimes in and that's how you solve crimes in a in a diorama. Um, no, yeah. yeah. Broadly, the point is, yeah, like when they expect a certain working, like. Lots of games do it, right? Like, I hate when puzzle games are like, there is only one way to solve this puzzle. Like, a very direct and immediate fucking memory for me is Half-Life Alex, right? I was able to, using obviously not ideal teleport uh, movement, I was able to get to a point where I could have skipped an entire section of the game. And in in the older Half-Lives, that's fully fucking valid because the game is about that sort of stuff but because this is like half-life alex is such a linear fucking version of that world you couldn't actually skip any of that shit and it was like well that kind of sucks so what so the only way for me to you wanted to play less game (laughs) i wanted to play less well yeah of course i did because the fucking combat in the game was fucking trash it was the worst fucking combat. Well, not the worst, but some of the worst combat I've ever experienced in a VR game. So, <laughs> fuck that game. Anyway. Yeah. All right, let's move on. That was Murder Mystery Machine. Uh, we'll go to Dread Templar. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Dread Templar is a sort of one of those, like, you see them a lot, right? The demaked Quake-style, uh, like, shooter games. Um I guess New Blood does a lot of them. This is not a New Blood game, but it is in that vein. Yep. Um, So yeah, like Quake, um, a 90s shooter running around, moving really fast through these uh, these low-poly environments, uh, but these complex maps, uh, loads of secrets, all that kind of stuff. Um, And there's like it's got some conceits you've got the ability to slow down time 
but I felt like the rate at which you could do it was extremely fucking, uh, like, way too long. It may have been just very early in the game, but uh, it felt way too fucking uh, long a time between being able to slow down time, so it didn't feel good to use i just wound up not using it because it felt it's like it's one of those things where if you've got a power but you can only use it once every five minutes or something it has to be unbelievably powerful or else you just learn to cope without it right like uh if it was if it's like fucking i don't know knights of the round in final fantasy or some shit right and you can only cast it every now and then then you're like okay here, here we fucking go well yeah i'm gonna fucking pop it right um because it's gonna fucking it's gonna fuck some shit up but if it all it does is slow down time a bit for like 25 seconds and then you gotta wait five minutes for, for it to come back up again you're like well it doesn't really change my life in a meaningful way so i just won't fucking bother unless the levels are specifically timed out so that you will have it back up at a time and, and then there will be just such an overwhelming amount of enemies. That never happened. It was basically just a really well-constructed uh, Quake-style game where they happen to add in the ability to slow down time. And so it just felt like a an unnecessary addition. Uh, anyway, uh, outside of that, um, it's, a, it's a cool Quake-style game. Uh, it feels mm-hmm. good to play and... Uh, yeah, you belt through these fucking levels as fast as you fucking can. Um, you get like a real good fucking rhythm going as you're like running through, punting fucking these generic enemies that don't really like sort of just run at you. And then they slowly but surely like throw in more enemies and uh, like add more stuff, um, more like puzzles for you to solve, keys for you to find, stuff like that. And yeah, just... I don't know, uh, wound up feeling good. My problem was, uh, it seemed to have like, I don't know if it was a bug with the demo alone or just on my computer or what, but it seemed to have this problem with fucking remembering anything that I did, uh, because it like undid all of my, uh, I changed some of the binds and stuff. You, you have a dodge, which I guess is obviously not a quake, a general quake thing. Um, but you have the ability to sort of dodge and stuff. I changed the binding for that and it forgot uh, that binding, it changed my crouch button because I hate uh, controllers crouch. I hate it. I just hate it. See uh, your shift in my books. Thank you very much. Alt. Uh, alt. That is alt, yeah. Get the fuck out. Like, what kind of claw-ass hand do you have where you're fucking crouching with alt? What the fuck is that? Well, I mean, what's the difference between C and alt? Uh, about fucking, I don't know, four centimeters? But look how close they are to... To my jump button like yeah see it's good because you can crouch jump with the fucking with just the shifty fucking thumb like you can crouch jump all with the thumb shift is good is 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 better in shift games where you don't have sprints uh so counter-strike i've always found shift jump to be a lot easier uh to pull off but uh yeah c jump easy baby um alt weird so weird that's all thumb. Like, crouch and jump with the, bar- the same fucking finger. What are you doing there? How are you crouch jumping? you got to fucking shift your hand. Think it through. Think, Mark. Think. Um. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, forgot all of that. It also, when I reloaded a save, 
forgot all the things I'd picked up. Uh, so I'd picked up like this, I'd found some secrets and found like special weapons and upgrades and ammo and all this kind of stuff. And I forgot all of that and put me on like the basic shit again. And I'm like, and that was like the first time I died while playing through it. I'd gotten, I'd, I think I'd been playing for like 45 minutes or something. And then I died and it wiped all of that shit, wiped all of my bindings. I'm like, um, all right, well, I guess I'm done. <laughs> I don't want to keep playing if it's going to do this to me, so I think I'm finished. But uh, I enjoyed it up until that point, and I assume it's just, you know, a bug that occurred in the in the demo. Um, like, a, I, it didn't seem like it was a design choice or something. Um, so, yeah, I'm not worried that it's going to recur, be a recurring thing. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, um... Yeah, so uh, I will play it again when it comes out, but uh, yeah, I did not. Uh, like once I died, I stopped playing it immediately because because of yep. what happened. Uh, it's it's cool. It's definitely worth checking out if they do another demo or something like that, or when it comes out. We'll, uh, yeah, we'll revisit. Did you play it? No. Yeah, no, I didn't check this one out. Fair enough. How did how did you go about finding games? Like, what was your method? I I was just sort of going through the most downloaded list and grabbing stuff that looked interesting. Uh no, I went through the categories and first I looked for uh, multiplayer uh, brawlers to try mm-hmm. to find the next party animals or just a party animals demo. But uh, after that, I just went to shooters and went to look, went and looked at shooters, uh, and then. I think I saw uh, Road 76 at the Road 96 at the, uh, like, on the top banner. Yep. I think it was one of their, like, well-promoted games. And I'm like, oh, that looks cool. Uh, that looks like a shooter, maybe. Like, how did that get missed? And so I uh, chucked it in, and then, obviously, it was not... Interstate 76 mm-hmm. under any circumstances. So, uh, yeah. Oh, well. Uh, yep. Yeah. Next up, unpacking. Yeah, unpacking. Um, you. What was the word you said before? Zen games. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> this is a Zen game. So, uh, Power Wash Simulator, which I've talked about recently. Um, hard Lord Space Simulator. Yep. Uh, yep. unpacking it's unpacking actually an Australian made game um, from a team I think they're in Brisbane um, and so this game is is basically uh, a game where you have a, a, sh- a shoebox drama um, sort of um, layouts of a room and you have a bunch of boxes on the floor you need to go through and open them and each time you open a box it gives you um an item and you grab that item and you need to put it somewhere in this room uh and the room is like uh you moving into a a a new location and so you know i I think it starts off with like pretty basic it's sort of like just one room and it's a bedroom you open the box and there's a stuffed teddy bear and you pick that up and you put it on the bed and then uh the next thing that comes out of the box is like a, a a clock and you put the clock in a spot that you want it to go in this room and the next thing that comes out of that is book and 
and it just keeps giving you more and more things to do and you you slowly get rid of all the boxes in this room and decorate or unpack this room and put stuff where you want it to go um and that is the game it's very very simple right. in terms of structure but it's also very satisfying of like as you go through these boxes it gives you books and you're like well where are we going to put this book oh there's a bookshelf over here let's do that and as you drag drag this item across the bookshelf then you can rotate it and put it in a certain way do i want the books to be horizontal or or do you want a vertical bar sort of book um or do you you like my throwback or or like do you want to put the books on your table um and then it starts giving you like t-shirts or something and where do i put the t-shirts there's a a, a closet here and you open up the closet and you can put the t-shirts on the um on your wooden frame and it'll fold them neatly for you and you can put t-shirts on the uh on a bunch of wire coat hangers and it'll sort of hang them from the rack and and so there's all these um <clears throat> different areas that you can put them but the game also seems to have uh locations where you can't put certain things and so once you get through the entire box stuff starts flashing of like hey this is in the wrong spot and so <clears throat> there is a little bit of a game to it of like finding the right spot where these things go um not necessarily in this exact location but it needs to be somewhere i guess around here um and so there was like a uh one of the other levels that you get there's three three rooms you're managing now there's like a bathroom a kitchen and a bedroom and there's i don't know nine boxes you've got to go through and occasionally one of the boxes like in the bedroom will have a toothbrush and you're like oh, okay that needs to go into the bathroom so then you flick across to the bathroom and you put the toothbrush on the sink uh, and then it goes there and so um well you'll get like a, a poster and the poster has to go up on the wall and it's just about like does you will sort of designer decorating where things go and like uh also all right here's a bunch of dishes and the dishes have to go in this certain spot and pots and pans down in this drawer and uh knives and forks you want it in this specific rack over here and yeah it's just an organizational game a bit of bit of um decorating and also a bit of puzzle as well like trying to figure out where things go um and so i think it's gonna uh, i think it's gonna do pretty well because it is i've never hated the idea of a game more oh my god (laughs) let me tell you (laughs) it takes me a year and a half to unpack boxes when I move fucking houses. Most of the well, you reason- you so quick in this. So quick. So quick, the dream. Most of the reason I don't want to move houses mm. ever is because I don't want to have to fucking unpack anything or pack anything or move anything. Mm. There's no part of this concept that I in- enjoy on a fundamental level. I just can't, I can't, cannot imagine it. Yeah. Good Lord um so yeah that is unpacking it's uh like i said an australian game um i think it's gonna get some buzz when it comes out because it's very uh, very interesting um next up is lens island which is a crafting like exploration um it's so I'm I'm sorry to of... move on but it's so weird to go from assault android cactus which is that like psychedelic uh like yeah crazy as fuck uh shoot 'em up game uh like mm-hmm. uh twin stick shooter game to a zen unpacking game that's so crazy to me yeah 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 anyway um 
so yeah, yeah. Lens Island. Uh, mm. It reminds me a bunch of ah, oh, like Stardew Valley sort of. You know, you're you're out crafting items and and uh, collecting things. You're not ne- necessarily interacting with people. Um, in this game, it's more like you're on this island. You can cut down trees. You can uh, mine certain types of materials from rocks. Uh, you can then go and use those materials that you've gotten to craft uh, specific items. But they're not the crafting system isn't really uh fully in the game like there seems to be a building aspect to the game uh creating your own foundation or houses or something like that but i couldn't get it to craft and uh apparently it said it was coming at some stage um okay but it's it's all there like there's this environment you can cut down trees and collect berries and that sort of stuff um but the other aspect is going into like a dungeon and fighting these weird creatures uh that you come up against and the combat is pretty basic from what i played in terms of you sort of just click on the thing and there's a uh animation that plays out and then there's a sweet spot at the end of that animation and if you click the button at the right time uh you do a bunch more damage and that's how you like combo hits and do a, a significant amount of um uh hit points to these creatures you're finding and and then they drop items and you keep going through this dungeon and eventually you're getting more and more loot to uh, i guess eventually craft things that aren't in the demo because you can't craft um i spent 20 minutes playing this yeah there wasn't a lot in there that i could see um like i feel like i got to the end of the demo because there was a, a room and i couldn't figure out what else to do and so i just figured that was kind of it i could be wrong Maybe yeah. there wasn't else, anything else going on, but the other people in my list that have been playing that game also spent about 20 to 30 minutes playing. Um, so, I mean, the, the animations and all that sort of stuff looks really cool. Um, it's got a neat art style to it. Uh, it's an interesting idea. Like, it's, you know, it's a crafting game. Uh, I'm a big fan of those sorts of things where you're going out and trying to survive. Um, I just don't know if it's got enough there to sort of keep you going. It just sort of seems like it's a bit shallow because i wasn't a fan of the combat combat sort of seemed really one notey um but i don't know if it gets more difficult or or anything as you go so um or like opens up a little bit am i just purely like clicking on things and and that is it that's the that's the combat um or does it open up a bit more and i get it sounds like stardew valley more and more you know stardew valley doesn't have terribly uh complex combat but it, i don't think it really yep. impacts the game or anything um so yeah like i guess unless unless combat winds up being a big part of like how you progress mm. it doesn't need to be too complex yep um so there you go that's lens island uh yeah. what's next seven steel fucking this was my pick for the the demos did you play it no, no you I fucked up uh it is a hong kong blood opera fucking uh shoot slash uh slash em up um like really fucking good feeling like combat and movement and all that kind of stuff cyberpunk uh like 
you slow down time, you fucking slide and wall run and dive and flip and all this kind of shit and you just fucking get through this these levels, uh, trying to kill as many people as you can or finish objectives and you can sort of, uh, yeah, like dive through windows and kick people and kick open doors and the doors will fucking kill the people behind them and all this kind of stuff and it's uh it's fucking cool um it played really fucking well and was a lot of fun to to play you just yeah it really fucking worked like definitely my pick of the fucking uh festival it's got like an arcade mode as well which is pretty fucking rad because you can sort of challenge yourself to finish these levels um like the regular uh, single player game is sort of you know complete these objectives kill this kill this computer or destroy these pistons or shoot everyone in the room or some shit like that but um yeah the arcade mode sort of turns it into almost like you know hotline miami style that sort of um murder puzzle game where yeah. you over the course of playing through a level you remember where everyone is you're like okay so the first i shoot this guy i dive out this window i shoot this guy i slide down this uh stairs and shoot this guy jump up wall run jump through this window Mm -hmm. shoot these two dudes switch guns and yeah you sort of there's you know like a skateboarding fucking run type thing to it you know where you yeah, like there's a, a real uh, cadence and like uh, pattern that you want to follow and hit and you want it to look as good as possible, uh, which is completely divorced from the single player game, but it's extremely yeah. good. So, yeah, it sounds a lot like uh, Super Hot. So Super I've, yeah, um, sure. I've chucked it into my uh, download list because the demo is still up. Oh, nice. Well, do yeah. it to it. Yeah, very cool. I, I very much enjoyed it. Um, awesome. Yeah, cool. That's about all we got. Uh, last one we got here is nine to five. Oh yeah, I chucked this in as a joke because I only played it once, and uh, it never really. I don't know what happened, but they didn't get anyone fucking playing it. Uh, it's a three v three v three shooter. It doesn't appear to have any like. Uh, Aussie servers, but it did have SEA servers. Not that it mattered, because as far as I can tell, based on Steam charts, uh, only 150 people were ever playing it. So the only game I ever got was in North America. I got spawned into a game. Uh, I wasn't able to move. I was stuck in like a introductory camera. Uh, and then I pressed all the buttons on my keyboard, opened up some sort of drone. Uh and then I was able to move once I got out of the drone, sort of Rainbow Six style. My team, the team that I'd been put on mid, like sort of just matched into a team mid-game, um, they were uh, tasked with escaping. And if we escaped, we won the whole thing, even though it appeared based on the scoreboard that we were extremely down. We were losing pretty hard. Uh, so after not moving at all for the entire, like almost the entire round, uh, I sort of, my teammates were dead and then I ran 
over to the escape area. I shot one guy who was guarding it. But by the time I got there, uh, everyone, like the other two teams had been fighting it out and my teammates had been shooting it out and I had been doing nothing. And so everyone else was pretty damaged. And so I just sort of wandered in and shot this dude and then escaped and that was it. And I was like, oh, cool. And then I couldn't get another game. Uh, Like 20 minutes of waiting uh, and like at other times, 10 minutes of waiting. And I was just sort of doing other things on my computer, obviously, while I was waiting to try and find some games, but it just never fucking happened. And Mm. so, yeah, not good. I think I'm in the beta for that. Uh, yeah, theoretically I am too, but... <laughs> but no one's played it. Mm. Um, yeah, I just... Everything I... It, like, it sounded interesting, but everything I'm seeing from that game just kind of... Uh, like, why? Like, why would you want to play this game over the stuff that the other things that are out there? It just yeah. seems very niche. Um, it's an interesting okay. idea, and yeah. I think it's got some potential, but... Uh, yeah, I, I don't know what's going on. Like, multiplayer games need players, and yeah, they just haven't got people playing for some reason. Yeah. They, they really needed to get more people playing. And without Aussie servers, it's basically pointless. So, yep. Fork it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, there you go. That was the Steam Next Festival. There's a couple of games that I'll definitely keep an eye out for. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's a cool idea. Um, highlighting a bunch of awesome games that are coming up. So. Yep. All right, let's keep moving on here. What do we got? Uh, Dead by Daylight. Um, you've been playing this, right? Or I play, sure have. Play? I can't remember. No, I've been playing. Um, yeah. Uh, I played a couple of games as the uh, Tyrant or no Nemesis, uh, and uh, didn't really, uh, I didn't really like him. I don't know. Just sort of played like a shitty version of Pyramid Head. So I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, and then I went back to Pyramid Head. And okay. uh, I've been playing as Pyramid Head. And yeah. Pyramid Head continues to be fucking hilarious. Because people yeah. do not understand that his big fucking swipe through the ground goes for quite some distance. And if mm. you can predict where people are going to fucking go, you can fucking catch him out and it is hilarious the way like i mean yeah i put up a a video on my youtube of uh of a crew that clearly hadn't faced off against the executioner before like very obviously because they would drop a pallet and then just stand there waiting (laughs) to see which direction i was going to run around the pallet so that they could go the other way and then I just drop the fucking blade into the ground and fucking swipe through them, and then bleep, down they'd go. Uh, they got they got fucking crammed so fucking hard that I wound up mm. like dropping one of them at the hatch because I just I felt bad in my core. Um, uh, like I'd literally just been fucking with these these bambinos the entire fucking game and it was just like yeah one of them deserves to get out this is ridiculous um they were i feel like it was pretty obvious they were surviving with friends as well like they were uh together um the way they they were moving and stuff but yeah they just had no idea um i wish it told you honestly 
if you're in a team or if you're like if you're playing against another team sometimes you can tell yeah um like if you join a game and you've got like four pc players you're like yeah this is probably and, and they're all sort of similar dress and that sort of thing you can sort of tell sometimes but as a killer I would like to know how sweaty things are going to get <laughs> like when I'm about to play a match. Yep. Or, uh, yeah. I guess that's the new MMR system will do that for me anyway. But yeah, uh, I don't I don't know why the game doesn't tell you that anyway, like if they're in a group or not. That way you can at least know. Or at least it when cha- you finish the changes, game, tell you. I think it changes how you, like, how you approach a game, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, like, you know, if, if you're up against a team, you know they've got a degree of communication that just isn't possible. Hmm. And it is weird that it wouldn't inform you. Um, because, yeah, I think that's important information uh, for the killer. It doesn't it doesn't do anything to change the odds. It just mildly modifies how you approach things, right? Like, oh, well, they, you know, I may as well... I mean, yeah, almost to the point where you might even take different perks. I probably wouldn't because I don't care that much. But like you might, if you're actively hunting down being rank one Mm. killer or whatever, if that shit was important to you, then you would probably take different perks, right? I run around with um, whatever the perk is where if I kick a generator. Dragon's grip. uh, No, the one where I kick a generator and I... uh, I'm, I make no heartbeat for the next oh, okay. yeah, yeah. F- fucking ages. It lasts forever. It's fucking amazing. Well, it lasts forever. So what happens is you kick it, it highlights that generator into yellow. And yep. so all the other survivors can see that generator. Yep. They need to go touch the generator. And if they don't, you stay undetectable until someone touches it. Right. So you uh, can you can actually toy around with that and stick like a dragon's grip on it, which yeah. means that if you kick a generator, it sets someone to exposed for, uh, I think it's sixty seconds. So anyone that touches it within the next within the next thirty seconds gets exposed, but also you're all undetectable. So it forces someone to touch it. I guess right. You can do th- weird things like that. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. See, I'm not doing anything like that. I just do it because. <laughs> uh it fucking cracks me up when i then like loop around and come back and i just like drag and then like from how like fucking ages away i i just swoop yeah. the fucking generator because i know that they'll run back to it and start working on it uh and yeah clap free hits mm. usually a couple uh my best is three obviously you can't get more than three because generators are always up against something uh you can get more than three away from a generator but yeah yeah if they're all standing in a line somewhere yeah yeah if they were really or healing three people are healing one person true um but yeah yeah so just uh yeah rolling back and yeah you probably wouldn't take that perk uh if if you knew they were surviving with friends right oh yeah. unless you were like deliberately comboing or, like you had some fucking build or whatever but uh the way i don't have a build i just have perks that i think make things fun mm-hmm. as a killer and make things scary for survivors because i continue to play the game as someone attempting to be as spooky as a killer as humanly possible yeah. not attempting you've got to go the michael myers like cracked mirror sort of yeah, approach that that <laughs> yeah 
Uh, that is still one of the all-time greatest fucking uh, spooky killer plays. But yeah, people, like, you can see people freaking the fuck out um, when you hit them through walls and shit. Like, if they, like, the amount of people will just, like, belt into a fuck into the killer shack. And that is, like, when the basement hooks are under the killer shack, it's, it's free. Like, they will run in there thinking, oh, yeah, he's still outside. And then I'll just, like, bang, down they go. Yeah. Uh, because they can't see me. Like, they can't see me, and I can only see them through the fucking gaps. Uh, they can hear, I assume, the the sound. I don't think it gets muted by the walls. They actually get a notification on the ground where it's going to be. They can see where it's going to be. That explains why some people are, some people, like, I've been, I'm rank 15 killer. Not a great killer. Uh, my philosophy of letting people escape instead of uh, absolutely always 4Kng when I <laughs> probably almost always could uh, has been pretty good at not ranking me up as fast as possible. Um, but uh, I have been getting a lot of games against, like, sixes and fives and uh yeah they are pretty good at dodging the old but i had no idea they could yeah that's all right that's interesting i didn't know it, it, uh, it's it's only when you use it it pops up on the ground um mm. like for an initial second you can see that red right where it's gonna be um, yeah, right. but they cool. have to you gotta be quick <laughs> to yeah. get out of it like dead hard or something like that uh um yeah, well, yeah, that's very cool. Because um, yeah. these that's the thing about playing this game. If, if you play it, uh, that's why I play Survivor a, a lot now. Obviously, right. I play Killer a lot more, but you learn things by playing Survivor. Because yeah. I, I didn't know that thing until recently when I was like, oh, shit, all right, you can actually see that thing. All uh, right, fair yeah, enough. That's huge. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you play any Survivor? Any um, no. Leon or no. Claire? No. Jill? No. Never. Not going to do it. Uh, I do. Uh, you know what I want to do? I was talking about this with Nate, right? Because uh, we have been playing... Actually, this is on the list, but I should add it. Uh, we've been playing Dying Lights, and uh, I was waiting for him to jump on, and I jumped into a game of DVD. Mm. Yeah. And uh, he, yeah, he sort of jumped in, was watching uh, while I was playing uh, using, you know, Discord stream. And uh, we were talking, like, he he and I are both the same. Absolutely zero interest in playing as a survivor unless we have everyone in the server known to us. Not just, like, a four-stack survival with friends, but I want to know the killer as well. And we just sort of rotate through who kills who's the killer and who's surviving and and, and that sort yeah. of stuff that that i would play survivor as that but i don't have any interest in playing survivor with randoms yeah. or against randoms or anything like that you know they got custom modes custom yeah, matches custom games, where you can yeah. put like different toggles on and all that sort of stuff yeah that's cool we should yeah investigate doing that at yeah. some point yeah. but anyway uh yeah, still haven't managed to play the new map. I don't think it's back in yet, which is a shame. It's uh, sort of in. They re-enabled it for custom matches, and right. there's some sort of weird bug where 
if you are lucky enough to win the lotto, you get the map. Right. I think, the, I think your lotto odds are better than, than yeah, getting really. this map. At this it's stage. annoying. That's annoying. Yeah. Uh, I think that's... it's the... Um, they they fucked up, but it's also uh, the, I think the reason why it's taking longer is because of the cert on consoles. It's yeah, right. I think it's like three weeks. Oh, yeah, because it's cross playing. What I um the um the other thing is uh I have been playing against a lot of Leon's and not a lot of it's Jill, right? It's Jill Valentine, Valentine, whatever. It's got, um, yeah, I mean the main character is Leon and Jill, but they've got skins for Chris and Claire and all that right. sort of thing in there as well. Um, yeah, been playing against a lot of Leons, but uh, or Chris's or whatever. Uh, but yeah, not a lot of uh, Jills. And uh, yeah, I've noticed uh, the higher the rank, the more they love to hit me with the flashbang. Uh, and if I've already got the fucking blade in the ground, I do not give a fuck. I'm still going to throw it out there. Uh, and I've hit a number of people with it uh completely fucking blind because it doesn't seem to stun i thought it would stun uh but it's just blind it blinds and deafens you deafens yeah true uh but yeah if i really got the fucking blade in the ground i do not give a fuck um if i don't have the blade in the ground the wind up time on the blade strike and then throw is is too much but uh yeah if it's already down fuck it um and I also, yeah, I had like some fucking sweaty spaghetti rank five. Uh, try to, I don't know, AFK me to death or something. He was the last one alive. I, I bumped everyone. There's still three generators left. Yeah. Uh, he was the last. One. They were all. I. They just fuck. I don't know what the fuck was that. Maybe they were fucking about. There's all this like culture that I do not understand. Like, all these things people are doing, like, they were, like, standing in front of me and, like, running just a little bit forward and, like, I don't know, baiting me to fucking hit them. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, if that's what you want. Like, are we supposed to be doing something? Am I supposed to chase you for ages to ratchet up my chase metrics or something? Like, I just don't understand any of these fucking... these things they're trying to do because I just play the way i think i'm supposed to play but i assume that they're all sitting in a discord channel together going oh this fucking dipshit won't even fucking farm or whatever i don't fucking know chop yeah. right and then hook or uh what's the one where they stab you when you pick them up uh decisive strike decisive strike yeah they've always all got that and so you pick them up yeah. and they they stab you and they run away and i'm like because you're tunneling I don't give a fuck. Uh, yeah, but I'm, but they, they, I'm not right. That's the thing. Like I'm not. Like they, they, there were three fucking Jennies still left up, right? Like if I was tunneling, then they would have done any of the fucking generators. But at this point, not not three generators. They they had like three generators left. So there must have been like five generators left or some shit. Yeah. Um, and like only one of them had any progress. They just. I don't know what kind of garbage. I don't know what was going on. Like that's why I'm. I'm like there must have been something. They must have been doing something, right? That I didn't understand. There must be some <laughs> cultural elements in Dead by Daylight that, like, some fucking meme thing that people do if you're on the game too much and you know all these tricks and shit that I've just got no idea about. Because I'm like, all right, chop. 
uh, or cage, right? Like, oh yeah, the amount of times they'll be like, oh yeah, like wiggling on the ground, waiting for me. And I'm, I know they're just going to decide to strike, but I've got the cage of atonement so that it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> Welcome to the cage, dickhead. Like, ridiculous. Um, yeah. I still don't understand the cage very well either. Like, I know if I walk in front of, like, walk right in front of it, uh, mm. it'll move, right? I believe uh, it just it goes somewhere else. I don't know. Do, does it make it easier to? Does it get go somewhere out? else? Yeah, for sure. So you can't, you cannot camp the cage. Oh, uh, I didn't know this. I never, I've never, <laughs> never gone to the cage. It's it's quite simple. Just don't walk I'm on the a, fucking. I'm not a tunneler like you, Job. Don't walk on the fucking. I've never been DS'd in my life. Hang on, how how is being DS'd a tunnely thing? Do you have to basically like... the way decisive strike works is it the moment they get taken off the hook, uh, they get a sixty second timer, yeah. and if you knock them down again and pick them up. Right. Within 60 seconds, you get the decisive strike and stunned for five seconds. It's to stop tunneling. Um, but the alternative is if they start doing an objective, yeah. like a generator or healing themselves or healing someone else, they uh, they lose that decisive strike. Right. So that was so maybe they were just like dicking about with that because they weren't yeah. doing any objectives. Uh, they were all clustered way too close together. So I would like chop someone. Like, I get the person who yeah. got him off the hook, right? And they get that speed burst. And the mm -hmm. dipshit who'd just gotten off the hook was running slowly for whatever reason and also at half health. So I'd chop him down and then, like, wander after the other person, come back to pick him up and put him back on the hook. And then stab. And I'm like, all right, cool. You back up. Excellent. Yeah. Chop him again. It doesn't fucking matter. Like, I, yeah, I don't know. Very confusing. Uh, I don't understand, yeah, this movement thing. Um, but you most got a list like, of things. All of the <laughs> times, yeah, like I, I'm, I'm playing this game at such a low level, but yeah. I'm having a lot do of fun. You, all right, here's one. Do you see the guys that, that have a flashlight and they click on the ground? Do you see that a lot? Yeah, I've definitely seen that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's like they're they're basically animation canceling, and it allows them to move in like a loop quicker. So they're trying to. So if you're trying to move like spin around in a circle, yeah. you can do this clicking thing. Yeah. It'll cancel your animation. It'll make you loop spin around quicker. That's what they're doing. They're not. They're not trying to bait you or anything like that. Yeah, right. Um, sometimes it works on people. Other times it doesn't. Yeah, weird. Yeah, there's weird. just weird, quirky things that the game has. Yeah, right. That have been left in there and like weird. Uh, community things that just people know at this stage that you just kind of do yeah right yeah yeah okay well fair enough i did not know mm -hmm. um yeah anyway still having fun um yeah just sort of uh jump in for a round yeah um waiting for other things to go although i've got a replacement for that now so yeah i um I finished the, I don't know what they call it, season pass on that thing. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Battle pass. Yeah, I got to battle the end pass, of that. Yeah. the first time I've ever gotten to the end of that. Right. Um, so, yeah, that was fun. A lot of grinding. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, yeah. Yeah, right. Played a bunch. All right, let's move on. What else we got here? Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance. Oh, yeah. This game, yeah. what a train wreck. Uh, yeah. Oh, my Lord, it's bad. Like, proper bad. I, I'm i surprised it came out in the state that it did. Uh, first of all, did you play Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance or Dark Alliance 2? No. These games were like Black Isle. The guys who made Fallout made these, like, uh, well, I know they made two. I don't know if they made one, but like two was definitely better, in my opinion, than mm-hmm. one by a long way. Um, like Black Isle made the second game. I'm looking now. Mm-hmm. They made the first one as well. Um, like, what a fucking legacy to this fucking... Did they make the first one? Fucking... No, that was Bioware. That was like the first game Bioware made. What am I talking okay. about? Um, anyway, like, fucking amazing games. Uh, Baldur's Gate 2 was better. I played in Couch Co-op. It was, it was a fucking RPG that you played with your friends and had, like, crazy couch co-op action with all these quests and secrets and um what was there like a fucking murder mystery you'd solve and like all this shit it was a fucking amazingly deep they were both amazingly deep but yeah two honestly better uh these amazingly deep games that just had so much to them they were proper crpgs with action rpg elements uh couch cop fucking the whole fucking bit like brilliant fucking games absolutely unbelievably addictive i have spectacularly fond memories of Baldur's gate playing Baldur's gate after school um Baldur's gate dark alliance you mean uh yes yeah dark alliance not Baldur's gate the general right yes yep exactly yeah that's that's why i'm surprised that bioware made boulder's game because they made the full crpg not hmm. not the uh action rpg anyway yeah. uh so who made the action rpg snowblind and and black Isle. anyway yeah. um so yeah uh yeah boulder's gate yeah dark alliance 2 um again yeah these this crazy fucking deep like gameplay and storytelling and all this kind of shit uh and yeah it was just fucking phenomenal like what a game uh and dungeons and dragons dark alliance is a four person co-op loot chaser mm-hmm. and that's about it with a story that doesn't matter and you go into a level and you fight a bunch of stuff and you get some loot and that is the end of it um yeah like gone is all that depth and all that fucking storytelling and all that kind of stuff and instead you just sort of left with this very simplistic linear um, running room from room very linear things. yeah like 
and and that's disappointing on a fundamental level mm-hmm. but it doesn't even touch on the fact that dungeons and dragons dark alliance is bad like it's really poorly uh put together uh the level design and like the graphics are nice and all that kind of stuff but the gameplay is so fucking buggy and so full of just ridiculous shit that shouldn't be happening. The amount of times you get hit by enemies that are facing away from you and are actively attacking, like, we're not dummies. We're, like, on opposite sides of these characters, and they're not doing AoE attacks. They're, like, they'll attack... They'd attack Luke, and I'd be behind the guy, chopping him, and it would hit me. And my character was designed around backstab attacks. Uh, but it meant that I couldn't fucking, like, reliably pull this shit off because, like, i do these backstab attacks, somehow get hit by an attack not at me, and then, like, and I'm I'm telling you, these aren't area of effects. It's, I'm not just getting clapped by a red circle that spreads out on the ground and I'm not dodging away enough. Although... Dodging away enough was a giant fucking problem in this game for some fucking reason because the distance of my guy's dodge varied pretty significantly based on how much stamina I had or something. Yeah. Um, which, again, why? Uh, but, yeah, the amount of times, yeah, you'd be standing behind wailing on some cunt. And, like, there was no way to cancel animations... Uh, so you you had to like you were supposed to be inputting combos uh, to do these attacks but if you like hammered the fucking attack button a couple of times it would continue until you had done that fifth attack even if all you meant to do was like two attacks and then the enemy turned on you and you stole threat or something and it would start attacking you couldn't fucking cancel that animation you just sort of be locked in attacking the best version of this is when you're like attacking someone on the edge of a fucking cliff right and they would die and so suddenly their tar- their body wasn't a target anymore the enemy couldn't fall off cliffs we tried a lot to make enemies fall off cliffs they could not they had like an invisible wall that they would come up against and even if they'd fall backwards they'd f- slide a- alongside the cliff but if they fell and died and like ragdolled you being locked into your animations would continue to attack and because you've got forward momentum when you attack you just attack your way off a fucking cliff uh and there was nothing you could do about it which is just what a fucking what a fucking mechanic um what else was there there was uh uh my favorite was uh when you dropped a heel on an elevator and it stayed in midair <laughs> Uh huh, and so we didn't get any of the heels because it yeah. was stuck halfway up the fucking elevator. That was fantastic. Um, we were in an elevator, and when the elevator got to the top, I ended up inside of the map and was running around in the walls. Oh, yeah, didn't see this, but couldn't see it. That happened like it yep. shot me into the sky, and yep. then all of a sudden, I was in the walls of the, the building we were in. So I got thrown by some explosion that apparently never happened uh, all the way up into the sky and into the map. 
Um, uh, what else was there? The fucking elevated shenanigans were probably my favorite fucking thing uh, in the in the entire game. Uh, yeah, like uh, we just we almost all of the fun we had was fucking mm-hmm. about on elevators and like fucking with each other on on elevators. You'd be like calling it up. Uh, like someone would be at the bottom of the elevator and Luke could like call it up from the top and so they'd never be able to get onto the fucking elevator and then <laughs> yeah. by the time like when it got to the top you'd call it again and it would send it back down again so like me and Nate are standing on this fucking elevator and Drew's at the bottom of it unable to get on and we're unable to get off it and it's just like fucking bouncing up yeah, and down constantly so yeah it's like instant. like good on you for making a fast elevator but it's too fast for anyone to get on or off <laughs> it was hilarious unintentionally hilarious yeah. sea of thieves fixed that problem easily oh <laughs> the best it. solution that i've ever seen in my life is the yeah. world's like Forget Mass Effect for slow elevators. Sea of Thieves new elevator. Easily the slowest thing I've ever fucking witnessed. Yeah. Um oh. But yeah, it's got like it's ba- like it's focused on like gearing up, but you're gearing up so you that you can do it. harder levels and hey. I mean, it gives you gear. It's a loot game where you collect gear and you can't use it until you finish the until level. Until you finish the level, yeah. So you can't equip anything until you finish the level. So you're sort of stuck with whatever you got. All the gear that I got was trash. Uh, anyway, so it didn't fucking matter. Like, yeah, it's just odd. It doesn't explain shit uh, very well at all. Uh, mm. Although uh, we did belt straight into the game thinking we'd be able to work shit out. Uh, we're just dying to snow at one point. Um, for reasons we couldn't fucking work <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, all right. I guess we. I think we died in that spot like seven times. <laughs> yeah. We were like, all right, let's all not right. go to that part. Maybe we shouldn't go there. And then I went there again. <laughs> yeah, we figured that uh, eventually. <laughs> <laughs> um, the the like balancing act of resting or uh, or upgrading the chance of better loot is just nonsensical to me like it doesn't make any like why bother with it either like really uh it just doesn't yeah it didn't really click for me um what else like the i don't know just the the numerous it's so buggy it is Uh, yeah it's 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 i think janky as well like the animations are really they're not smooth you kind of move around really strangely I yep. I was having issues with my character. I played the um I, I guess a ranger or maybe you want to call it like an archer. Um and I remapped my button so my right click was aim as opposed to alt <clears throat> because it was the <throat> default. Uh <laughs> originally left click was like um shoot and the right click was shoot three arrows at once. And so I changed it so that right click was aim and then alt was uh shoot three arrows left click was shoot one arrow and when i did that the game kept bugging out on me and every every like third arrow that i shot my aim would stop aiming 
and then so it'd like zoom in and out all the time so i'd be in the middle of aiming and shooting and then it'd cancel it and i'd have to go click it again to aim and so i actually had to go back and change it to alt and hold that button down instead and that so that was a problem you're like, was super crouch. yeah it was crouching wasn't working anymore um, um, so yeah all the animations and stuff are just buggy and janky and the fucking like the zooming thing reminds me of like when you target lock and like the fucking game it'll zoom in for no fucking reason and so to yeah. suddenly your peripheral vision is like for piss uh which isn't helpful when you're a rogue character trying to backstab cunts but like yeah you're mm. just like oh, all right cool uh i guess i'm so I wound up not using the lock. It also didn't work. It didn't fucking matter if you locked on a target at all. You'd lock on a target and then just fucking flail away maniacally at fucking what the air anyway. So I didn't fuck like it was pointless. So you just wound up not using lock because all it did was zoom things in annoyingly. Um, yeah, that, that that shit's so fucked. Uh, did you did you? I don't know if it would have worked for you, but uh, I got to a point where I found that uh, basically every enemy could get stunlocked to death by me jumping and attacking. Did you mm. get in on any of that action or were you too busy fighting other enemies? No, so you can level up your character for uh, combos and that's how mm. you, um, I guess, do a bunch of these moves. And at that stage, I hadn't unlocked anything. So I was, because I was the ranger, I just sort of stood back and fired arrows at everything because... I couldn't really take damage. I, I, I died pretty quick. So um, whenever I, I was kind of just focusing on whoever was hitting someone from mm. our either DPS or tanks, and then I'd join in on the fun and just stand back. <clears throat> Still kills. Which That's what you're doing. The most kills. Most, most kills. Not most damage. Not most damage. Okay. Yeah. I went back and looked. Okay. I recorded yeah. that shit. And because I Because every third shot stopped for me. And so I. Oh, times, yeah. Hey, here come the excuses. Here come the excuses. Of course. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Every third shot. Blah, 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 blah. Let's just. Uh, I'm just going to bring up the fucking stats real quick. Here we go. Defeated monsters. Luke had 44 to mm. my 43. So uh really wallops me on that one. Uh. Defeated elite monsters, Luke had four to my 19. So uh, half of everything I defeated was an elite monster, but, you know, don't worry about it. It's fine. Damage so dealt. you guys the entire time. Damage dealt. Uh, Luke had 89,000. And I had 192,000. I had more than 100,000 more damage dealt than you. Uh... I had more than you and Drew combined. Yeah, but I was a support character. <laughs> You're supposed to have more damage. Whatever. You were stealing kills, okay? <laughs> damage received, I had 7,429. More than our dwarf tank. Uh, although he was downed more. He was down 10 times. You were downed once. And uh, I was downed nine times. <laughs> I think I was downed because you guys were fucking pushing me off cliffs and things like that. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, <laughs> you had it coming. You had it coming. Um, yeah. But yeah. Anyway, literally any fun we had with this game was fun we made ourselves. Fun yeah. we had in the sense that you have fun watching 
anything Nick Cage has put out in the last 10 years that isn't Mandy. Like, fun you have rip, ripping on bad movies. That was, mm. that was identical fucking fun to what we had in this game. It just did not fucking... Did not work on any level. There was... Yeah. I just don't... I don't understand why they made this sort of game for mm-hmm. this, uh, like, license, for this franchise. It just doesn't fit to me. I guess I see the connection, but it was yeah. never, like, in my opinion, it was never going to fucking work. Oh, it was going to be a fine game. Probably fine. Average. Yeah. It, but but it, it stayed at the moment. It's not. It's bad game. Like, it's broken. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, just odd just an odd odd yeah. decision but, like there are instances where we were like cheesing enemies because they we were too far away from them to aggro and so they would just stand there <laughs> yeah. and you could aggro them they'd start walking towards you and then slowly walk back and you're like alright well I'm an archer I'm just, I can literally stand here and just fire arrows at you yeah. forever <laughs> yeah uh, it's yeah I think it's uh, it's not good it's not a good game no. not um, a good game Okay, should we move on? Um, from yep. this, we've got yep. uh, Dying Light. Dying Light. Uh, I've been playing this with Nate uh, uh, in co-op, like exclusively in co-op. I had to play through the fucking dumb tutorial. Um, mm-hmm. It's an interesting one, eh? Like uh, back in the day, I believe I have the lowest score in the world on Metacritic for Dying Light. Um, it crashed and wiped my save multiple is this times. Is Dying Light 2 or Dying Light? Dying Light 1. Oh, yeah. Dying Light 2 is not out yet. Never mind. No, I was thinking not. of Dead Island. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, so it crashed multiple times and it wiped my save twice uh, while I was reviewing it. Um, and so I, I stand by the fact that, you know, I stand by my fucking score because no game should fucking do that. And... Like that's completely unacceptable, but um, yeah, I think as a result, it gave me a very bad taste, and I think enough time has fortunately passed for me to uh, wipe that from my mind. And so you wind up in a situation where uh, I've wound up in a situation where you know, also thanks to the uh, inevitable march of time, uh, a lot of upgrades and changes have been made to the game to make it. Uh, you know, make sure that it's never going to wipe my save and stuff like that, so I don't have that mm-hmm. um, that worry anymore, which I think is important for getting me to fucking play the game. Um, but yeah, so we're just playing through Dying Light. Um, Nate, it's I, I think it might be like one of Nate's favorite games. He champions this game a lot. Managed to convince me to get into it. Uh, it's ludicrously still like fifty fucking bucks on Steam. Uh, mm-hmm. but uh, Nate found a cheap version on a key reseller. Uh, I don't know which one. Uh, not GMG, the usual one we go to, but also not that trash one that nobody should go to. Um, GTA. G- G2A. G2A, yeah. Do not go to G2A. Fuck G2A. All my homies hate G2A. Um, but yeah, it's... um. It's it's cool. Like uh, 
it's a lot of fun. I feel like the, and uh, this is giving me strong memories of having to replay the fucking starting hours of this game multiple times. Cause I was doing it for review uh, and I was doing it for review for a magazine, uh, PC power play. And um, one of those things, one of the things about reviewing for mags that you might not realize is either you've got way too much time because the deadline is next month's mag and so you can take as much time as you like, which was one of the benefits of the uh, of the magazine era, right? They were always able to, uh, well, not as much time as you like, but you could take a bit more time because you didn't have a release date deadline, right? Like uh, you didn't have to hit an embargo like you do on a website. So you get a game and then two days later the embargo is up and you're like well I have to play this fucking 80 hour game inside of 48 hours so uh, I guess something's got to give um, with magazines yeah that time pressure didn't necessarily exist but uh, yeah either you'd have loads of lead time or you would not uh, because the, they'd, want it, they'd be like oh we uh, someone we, we need two extra pages, so we need that review for this fucking month. So we need it, like, by the start of next week. Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, when when are you going to print? And they'd be like, Tuesday morning. And you'd be like, okay, well, I'll have it to you by Tuesday morning because this game wiped my save again. And they're like, get it done. Um, so, yeah, I played through the fucking start of that game, like, uh three times for the review period and uh and now one more time for this co-op play session and one of the things uh, i got mad fucking reminiscent of is how fucking slow it starts shit out at the start like it takes so long for you to feel uh the appropriate level of power Mm -hmm. which is annoying to me Uh, i feel like it should be uh a lot I don't know. It should just get you feeling like a fucking free-running god a lot faster, in my opinion. Because you start off barely able to fucking do anything. Uh, and it's not for ages. Like, yeah, you don't get the grappling hook for fucking yonks. We still don't have it mm. in our game. And, yeah, they should do something about that. They should absolutely do something about that. Um, for Dying Light 2, I really hope they streamline that shit and, and ramp up the path to power. Um because that's the fun. The fun of Dying Light is when you are fucking leaping everywhere. Uh, and yeah, like all that other shit is just sort of eh, cool. Um, yeah, not like the grappling hook isn't the fun of Dying Light. But like mm-hmm. when you're running on zombie heads, that shit's fucking rad. Uh, and we only just unlocked that pretty recently. Just need to get that quicker anyway i'm having a lot of fun uh it's certainly a better game in co-op uh because you have the opportunity like it does these dynamic challenges i don't know how long it's done these for but like you can sort of you press h uh, which is annoyingly the same button as you use your health kit but uh you press h and you it'll just sort of start a challenge it'll be like kill the most zombies or race to this location or something like that and it does yeah, that it's really dynamic. Been in there. it's fucking yeah. rad it's a really cool fucking uh, system and I think it works really well um, and it sort of just encourages you to, to find ways to fuck about and uh, yeah there's a like a large degree of fucking with your co-op partner and stuff like that which always sort of yeah. works in, in co-op games but um, yeah 
Uh, I'm enjoying it a lot, and uh, it's getting me well on board. Dying Light 2 is one of the, my most anticipated games for this year, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, this is this is heating up my anticipation yep. even further uh, now that I'm I've gotten to the good part. So, yeah, four player co op as well. So yeah, it's yeah. So uh, once you get through the tutorial, you should jump in. Easy. Oh no, I meant Dying Light Two. <laughs> oh, Dying Light One has four, four player co op. Well. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. All right, we'll cool. play. Awesome. Yeah, um, yeah. I've got forty hours in that game. I uh, I remember playing a bunch of the. Uh, I don't remember what it was called, but like they had, had DLC and expansions for it that, um, played a little bit of with Nate. So, I don't yeah. think I finished it though. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, keep moving on. We've uh, got Ratchet and Clank. Oh yeah, so I've been playing this. Uh, fuck, it's gorgeous! What a fucking pretty game. Uh, just really good looking. Uh, I love the fucking warp tether shit. I love all that. Uh, hmm. Just nice platforming. I feel like the enemies have too much fucking health because I sit there sometimes shooting shit for too long, uh, long enough that it becomes vaguely uninteresting because they're not that challenge they're not prevent like providing much challenge so i'm just yeah, sort of standing there holding easy, yeah. fucking uh so that's a bit annoying uh like uh, yeah it's too easy uh but ironically i wish they had less health because it's easy enough that the health actually just makes it easier and a little bit tedious mm-hmm. um which yeah like on the face of it, right? If you were to say, I need the enemies to have less health, you'd be like, wait, you want this super easy game to be easier, but it's literally just about, well, they provide literally zero challenge. So can I just fucking snap through this combat instead? Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so there's that. Uh, but other other than that, like I'm, I'm not that deep. I'm still... Uh, I I found out about the map, uh, like partly through the, the I, I just got the dash ability, uh, and went down the rail and like I did you know the fight uh, at the spa and stuff like that, um, and I found out about the map and now I'm trying to find this there's this like fucking gold bolt that I haven't been able to get, and I can't work out where to where to get it and it's driving me fucking bananas and that's where I'm up to in the game is trying to find this one gold bolt. So I don't know if you come back to levels or not, but I've got to find it. I found another gold um, bolt on the first there is, level. Yeah, there's stuff you can go back to. Right. I found another gold bolt on that first level. And I uh, I believe I got there in the incorrect way because I sort of just jumped out of the level and then I saw like a um, one of those Tether. warp tethers oh. and I just sort of walked to it. And then when I was going back, I'm like, I don't know how the fuck I'm supposed to get back. But it turns out I just like skipped a bunch of the level by uh, doing it that way. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah, I'm liking it. I mean, I thought it was harsh last week when you said it was the worst game on the PlayStation 5. But uh, that's your opinion, man. Like, I, I still believe you were bring, being a bit harsh saying that. But um, I, I'm enjoying it It was so the far. worst game. I said it was like a <laughs> 7.5. <laughs> Yeah, I don't yeah. agree with the nines it's getting. Um, <laughs> I did finish it though. I finished it this week. 
Uh, yeah. I, I was very close to the end. I was, you know, oh, two yeah. levels off, but yeah, it wraps up really well. Um, it's a, it's a fun game. Very fun game. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, I'll continue to play it. Uh, I'm going to move it out to, I've had my PlayStation and Xbox in my office for ages and occasionally I'll move one of them out to the TV. I'm going to move the uh, PlayStation out to the TV for this because mm. my TV has 2.1. I don't think it matters, but uh, yeah, I think it'll look gorgeous on on a big TV. So yeah, HDR, yep. um, 60 with ray tracing. 60 ray tracing, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Are you playing at a 30 or perf- performance mode? Uh, I'm playing performance RC. Yeah. Because uh, my monitor doesn't do 4K, so I'm like, may as well. Yeah. May yeah, as well. Enough. Cool. Next up, we have Rogue Book, which is a game we talked about at the start of this year. Uh, is a roguelike deck builder from um, creators of. Uh, Ferrier? I've never played that game. Um, but also, Richard Garfield, the creator of Magic the Gathering, who has slapped his name on a bunch of games um, recently. In particular, I guess the, the last big one would have been like uh, Dota, the Dota card game, um, which is no longer around. Is now it's an a, artifact of a different yeah. time. <laughs> artifact is no longer around. Uh, and so this one is a um, roguelike deck builder where you start off with uh, two heroes. Each hero has uh, different abilities and a different set of cards that they're able to use. And you walk around this map, which it's it's an actual map, um, where you uncover like a fog of war uh, by painting in areas of this map um and discovering what lies beneath the fog of war and you use that with your uh you you do that by using your paintbrush and you've got a certain amount of um times that you can do this and as you go through and uncover more area of this world you find resources and battles that you can fight um or more ink to put on your paintbrush to discover more of the region and once you have basically uh, exhausted all of that paintbrush you're able to go to the final battle in uh, in the level the chapter and take on the boss and try and defeat it um <clears throat> overall like the concept of it i really i really dig it it's it's really interesting this idea of having this world that you get a point a to point b which leads you from the start of the the um game to the to directly to the boss and you can um go and explore it from there and like painting things around you and uh it's all like a, a hexagons uh shaped this this like grid uh, grid based world that you can walk around in and as you uncover more of it um you can then explore a little bit more and find ways to add to your cards or find new artifacts or gems to socket into your cards or more battles that you can uh, get into which will give you more paint to explore a little bit more um it's a really neat idea uh in order to like explore this place and so once you uh then get into the card based combat it, it's pretty simple in terms of its mechanics you're given uh, mana 
and you uh, use that mana to play your cards. Um, as I said, each hero has different cards that they're given, uh, and so you're given the option to do things like attack your opponents or uh, block your incoming attacks. And as you eliminate enemies, um, you uh, yeah you, you're getting more powerful because you're getting more cards or more gems or uh, more things to. Um, further you into the game and the way the roguelite sort of aspect works as well you're uncovering these pages in the world and the more pages that you get um, the more unlocks you're able to find and some of them are really interesting it, it, some of them are very basic they, they're like hey this hero gets four more hit points and you so you spend two two pages to level up that hero now it's got more hit points or um it'll be like spend five pages and the rarity of your cards will be increased by three percent when you try and when you come across them um but then there are other stuff in the world that you can find and it'll be like hey uh use these pages to unlock this well and that will now be something you can find out in the world and every time you uncover that you'll get one more mana um per per turn um and then you can level that up a second time it's like hey now there's more there's multiple of those wells in the world and you can you know you can go out and find them it's like more of a chance to be able to get more mana and these are things that are in this map that you're sort of unlocking and it allows you to discover a bit more as you go on throughout your um your journey of rinse and repeat of dying and starting again and trying to learn how these cards works and exploring and trying to find uh these unlocks and so i think that part of it is really interesting um overall like i'm i'm enjoying the game i've played like seven or eight hours so far i think it's got some a, a couple of issues in terms of balance my biggest problem is i don't like the way that the the blocking mechanics work in this game it feels like um i'm getting slapped quite a lot in terms of the enemies that i'm facing up against so you, you'll go up against the team and there might be four enemies in this one battle and um three of them are attacking and one is defending something like that it like kind of tells you what they're going to be doing that turn or next turn like to give you a bit of an idea of what you're sort of facing up against but it also doesn't tell you what is a like if they're attacking it won't say hey next turn they're gonna do 20 damage or something like that it's kind of just tells you they're going to attack or they're going to defend or they're going to buff themselves and so when the time comes for all right now this thing is attacking you so like a lot of the time i found that they just like they will wallop you these guys they will just go in and hit you for a lot of damage um for instance like one of the very first characters that you find has like 40 health and I've had fights where an enemy I come up against will be doing more damage than 40 hit points. And it's like, because it's a CCG, or it's a, it's a, it's a deck building game, there is RNG to it, right? And if yeah. I do not have enough block, that character is going to die in one hit. <clears throat> yeah. um, and uh, it happens quite a lot in terms of you just eating a lot of damage. Uh, you know, this thing does uh four damage times three because it hits you three times or and, and there's also like four other things fighting you at the same time and so all right well i guess i'm going to try and block this round as much as possible but i only got one block card and i can block for six and that is it <laughs> and so 
uh, other times you might be able to, you, you know, you might block good. You've, you've got 20 block points and you'll be fine. You'll get away with everything that you do there. But it just seems to rely a lot on sometimes you just get so much damage and you you think you're doing um <clears throat> think you're doing well but all of a sudden there's just nothing for you to counter what they're about to throw at you um you look at a game like uh monster train right and the thing about monster train is when you were doing your block um when you were building up your armor that persisted through it generally persisted through like most of the time unless you were taking damage right uh whereas this game because it is a a turn-based deck deck building game when whenever you block it is just for that turn and so you're building up 20 defense on your block and the next round you you might not have those cards anymore they've been they've gone into your discard pile and uh maybe you've got all attack cards now but this other thing is still going to do 25 damage to you and so you find yourself in this weird spot where sometimes you are just destroying things that you're coming up against and other times you just find yourself blocking the entire time and still eating a bunch of shit and and it's hard to balance for that it's hard for me to like to tell Hmm. right because uh i haven't played it yeah but like it sounds like slay the spire yeah all right because you lose your block after at the end of the turn right mm-hmm. and slay the spire unless you've got there are a couple of fucking uh ways you can keep your block but um yeah like i don't know it just sounds like it sounds like you're making a bad deck but I like, there must be some part deck. of this you can't like i'm not bad. i'm not given the options like it, it, it gives you cards right here's your basic cards and yeah. you go out in the world and you pay um they, they just did a patch today this morning which changed a, a, a little bit of how the game works previously yeah. there would be these uh bits on the map you would interact with and pay 25 gold and it would give you one of the three cards you pick a card that you want now you go yeah. and interact with this thing and it yep. no longer charges you 25 gold. You get to look at the cards right. and be like, so I will take one of those gold. cards. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yep. And so you can pick whether or not you want cards. Um, and so you're building your deck that way. The yep. other way that you can build decks is by finding these gems. Uh, yep. And then you yeah, socket yeah, yeah. the gems into the cards and that buffs them up depending on whatever the gem does. But I think the problem fundamentally I've got with it is things just do so much damage that yeah. even though I'm... I'm, I've got four cards where I'm blocking. My cards do like six block and I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm using four cards to, to block with six, but this other thing is doing like 48 damage. I'm like, oh, well, all right. Like there's, there's no situation here where I could have played this better. I just, I can't, like everything is just fucking destroying me. And so mm. I think what is going on is there are things in the game where it's like those pages I was talking about Oh, yeah. okay. Well, this anim- this this hero that you've got gets more hit points, gets more hit points, and so all of a sudden, it's those hit points aren't as bad as what it was when I first started because it can tank a little bit more, and so it's sort of grinding a little bit. Um, right. So, so it's th- got. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. My bad. Okay. Uh, like I, I think I didn't understand that part of it. Like that you're supposed to build 
these cards through the grind which i don't you don't i don't i don't think you're building the cards it's just the heroes so right like the hero itself is getting more hit points or uh maybe its ability changes a little bit but um, do you get gems do gems stay between games or? no you find right. them as you discover oh, more of the world or you can buy them and things like that so um i maybe i'm just playing it wrong um i tried to watch some streamers today uh yeah. one of them was incredibly boring and she was the second highest cool. uh on on the stream she wasn't talking at all so i got rid of that person sure. after about five minutes uh the next guy that i was watching was really good he was talking through his maneuvers why he was doing them like that's the kind of thing that i want to watch when i watch a uh a deck builder like this like what are their thoughts why are they playing these cards specifically and like how can i learn from them um but they were also using characters that i wasn't playing so that was a bit tough but yeah i i've i've i just switched to a new hero this morning and and that seemed uh you know a bit interesting he works off of like uh every time he takes damage he gets rage and once he builds up a certain amount of rage his cards modify so they do in a different effect um so they're sort of like a double-sided card but you can see one side of the card and then when he gets into his rage mode he can then spend all that rage to do what's what's on the back of the card and sometimes it's like very uh impactful and so i'm, I'm sort of just still learning all this stuff i just like i'm enjoying it i'm having fun with it it's mm. just this niggling like rng aspect of it feels like things just do too much damage and there's no way for me to to counter it or to like um, yeah just get walloped until you, your characters upgrade yeah just the nature of uh i feel like i'm in this hole of all right my character has now died and there's a cool little aspect of being able to revive your characters you can play um these like revive cards and once you play a certain amount of them they come back into the game um and you're able to start fighting with them again but you've also got like wound cards which take up parts of your hand um and so those those cards that you would have been actual cards that you can use are now wound cards and 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 basically this character can keep on dying but every time that they die you get more wound cards and they take up more cards in your hand and eventually it's just like diminishing returns where you just can't do anything anyway because you just don't have the cards um and it's very hard to heal after battles and so if you are taking all of this damage um there are some uh health canisters that you can find Right. and and then you can get you can level them up so there's more of them in the map and i think that's kind of the nature of the game it kind of wants you to keep going through and and, and dying and playing and and trying to unlock some of these other traits and then going back in and dying and then unlocking a couple more um from what i understand there's like three chapters i've gotten like halfway through chapter two with this sort of one build but it's um yeah like i think it's really cool art style's fantastic it's got really neat look to it um i love the idea of this world that you're painting and you're exploring it and i dig the um uh, the cards and the combo system and the uh how you switch characters back and uh forward from defense to offense and how that um sort of initiates what you're doing in the game it's just every time <laughs> i'm defending in the game i'm like sometimes everything works perfectly and i feel like i'm i'm defending properly in the way i should 
uh, like in the way I should be defending. Uh, like, hey, I just blocked 20 points of damage. And then all of a sudden it's like, I'm about to take 63 points of damage from these two things. And I literally can't do anything about it. There's no way I could have known this is coming uh, before I got into this fight. There's no way I could have even done anything during the fight because that is like most, most block cards that you start off with are like six block. And if I start gemming them, maybe I'll get 12 block. Yeah. So even if I'm playing one of my best blocking cards and I need to block 50 points of damage, I've got to play like six of those things and yeah. maybe get lucky. Um, so I don't know, man. Like maybe I'm just not playing the way I'm supposed to be or I don't know. It just seems like I'm... I'm f- it's probably one of those things, right? Like all of these, uh, all of these rogue-like deck builders have that like thing right when when it clicks you're like oh okay and now it all makes sense and all the all the dominoes fall all the cards fall into place and like okay well okay that's what i'm supposed to be doing that's how it's supposed to be played that one of those type things uh that just hasn't like landed yet or something yeah 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 um, and the fact that it's got like other heroes that you can jump in and play, I think is kind of cool. Um, they did get a bunch of flack during release for this. Basically yep. they had a, um, it's like a DLC pack, uh, for the game when it, when it launched, yep. people were upset <laughs> because yeah. they, they found it as like either, um, I don't know what you call it. Not like hiding cards, but giving certain players an advantage that that yep. bought this premium product of the game and, mm-hmm. and then got like extra abilities and extra cards and all that sort of stuff. Uh, so they obviously copped a lot of shit for it. They um, have since uh, reverted that. They've given everybody those cards. Um, they're giving people refunds that, that uh, have asked for them. And um, and so they've, they've, they've turned that around because... Uh, they got a lot of a lot of shit for <laughs> that first couple of days yeah. when it came out. It was um, basically a, a, like sixty percent of the reviews. Oh, sorry, maybe like forty percent of the re- reviews were negative just because of uh, that move there. So they copped some crap, but they turned around and, and fixed it, which is which is good. Mm. Um, I know this was on. I feel like this was on your list of things you wanted to check out. Like, are you? Did you end up playing this at all at some stage? I haven't played it yet. About? No, I remember you played uh, the demo or something. Yeah, it was like a demo. Yeah. Um, but no, I haven't checked it out uh, just yet. I remember um, complaining. Uh, well, I was like, "Is this is thirty six bucks more than these games usually go for?" But it turns out it's not. I think in my brain, I was like, thirty six hmm. bucks plus this fucking DLC, like this day one dlc seems expensive for something i don't know if i'm gonna like but they've made the day one dlc free obviously um so i might yeah i might grab it and check it out but i'd have to drag myself away from my current obsession Hmm. which is phantom abyss okay uh which is a first person puzzle platforming game made by a Queensland team called Team Wibby. Uh, and, Weeby. uh... Huh? What? Is it Weeby? I don't know. I th- <laughs> I'm, I've been saying Wibby because Weeby sounds bad. Okay, uh, 
Um, but yeah, you're, you're basically an Indiana Jones type explorer rolling through, um, rolling through a temple, attempting to get these idols. Uh, and uh, yeah, you just keep looping over and over and over again. Uh, every time you go through the dungeon or temple that you're going through is a little bit different. Um, it's, it's a, yeah, it's a parkour game basically. Uh, hmm. And I reckon it's fucking rad. I didn't click with it instantly, but uh, after doing a couple of runs, it sort of made more and more sense to me. So it, it strikes me as one of those games that needs better communication from the outset uh, about what's going on. I do also think that maybe there were some bugs. It's very early in the early access uh, for an early access game. Like usually early access games are just about to fucking come out and they're like, oh, it's early access. Play it two weeks early, but this is more of the Subnautica style of early access where you're playing a game uh, the moment they've got something playable to show. Yeah. I think this is like like next year, basically, this thing will be out at some stage. Yeah. Um, it's, it's really fucking cool. It plays mm. really fucking well. Um, Such an got, interesting idea. Yeah, it is. Like, yeah, you roll through these fucking levels uh, trying to... And, and, like, there's some proper risk reward stuff at play i do think that maybe the risk at the moment is too high uh because when you die you lose everything including the fucking whip you're carrying um which is i think a little bit too harsh i i feel like you should keep at least some of the keys you find along the way uh, as a reward for exploring along like as you're going through and it might you know turn into a, a little bit of a a farm situation although you can't get any of the really good keys until much later anyway um and yeah you're sort of like rolling through all of the progression all of the real progression apart from the whips so you unlock new whips and you, these whips have different abilities um attach them and you can upgrade the whips as well uh, but like most of the progression of the game is actually attached to your knowledge because what you're doing as you roll through is learning these uh, these maps, learning how these maps work and how you should uh, like treat each tile in, so, you know, the maps are made up of these tile sets and you learn the tile sets themselves and the tile sets uh, appear to have a couple of different variants each time. So... You might see a tile set, but it's slightly different. Like uh, it's got a different uh, secret wall or something like that. And like, yeah, it's it's sort of a a good uh, system because you know what you're in for when you enter a room, but you don't know exactly what's coming. Like I could go for like it's got these chests that you'll go get as you go through and uh, the chests give you money and keys and the, you need the keys to unlock uh, these these doors to get further in, like the, the, to get further to, as, as you go through, you'll have the option to either go to grab a low level idol or you'll have the option to use one of these keys to go further into the game and get a higher level idol. But obviously, mm -hmm. if you die, you, you've wasted it. Um, the other thing is the keys are used to unlock whips and stuff like that. But um, 
yeah, there's there's like these keys in these chests, but the chests appear to be always in the same spot. So once you know these locations, uh, once mm -hmm. you know what tile you're in, you know where to find the chests in question. And uh, I would prefer it if the chests were a little bit more randomized, but at the same time, the layout out of these rooms is such that um, I don't know if they could do that necessarily uh, because what they're trying to do is make sure that chests don't wind up in, in locations that would get you hurt, you know, on, on a pile of spikes or something. Sure. Um, anyway, you, you go to the chest, you get money at the end of each level. There's like a blessing phantom, uh, a blessing, uh, statue and the statue allows you to upgrade. It might be a longer whip or a faster whip or a, uh, health. Um, health, double jump, uh, slow fall, that kind of stuff. Um, which is pretty cool. Um, there aren't enough of those in the game yet, in my opinion. They definitely need to ramp up how many of those there are uh, because it's very common for me to get to the end of a second tier run and have exhausted the options uh, of what I could possibly upgrade to. Um, so that's obviously not ideal. Um, but yeah... Um, what else? There's phantoms in these games. I guess it's in the title, but uh, so there's ghost characters, and you can see what other ca other players have done while they're in the level. Although there is an element of knowing that if you see a ghost in a level, they will die. You know that they'll die because they're a ghost, right? And that you don't appear as a ghost if you mm. successfully complete a level. In fact, what happens is you wipe all those other ghosts you wipe the capacity for players to to do that level again um and anyone who died in it gets their whip back okay. and stuff like that um so yeah you're actually technically helping a bunch of people if you succeed in a, in a level although if yeah. you see t 20 people have died in a location uh you can be pretty certain that it's a a tricky one yeah um, it's such a it's such a cool idea it's it's sort of like um like a dark souls blood stain on crack or uh where like rather than you seeing how this person has died in the last five seconds it's you see their entire run like where they're where they're going um sort of like a, a ghost in a car racing game like you follow that yeah. line and this is exactly how it plays out here you start at the level and like everybody just starts running and it's a cool thing because it for new players at least it also shows them how to get past certain sections or like yeah. Where find, to find hidden secret. objects yeah yeah things like that and so um it's a really cool like help, uh, helping tool uh but as well as showing you how far people have gotten like i was playing one area uh sorry one of these dungeons uh temples yesterday and like realizing oh there's nobody else here like everybody there's no more ghosts. Yep. <laughs> so like, yeah. this is the furthest anyone's ever gotten on this specific level. And like you said, every level is like procedurally generated. It's it's very, it's randomized, but also every level has a, like a seeding system to it. So I can get the seed. It's not in the, it's, they, I think they disabled at this stage, but no, there's a seed. They renamed it? Okay. So yeah. there's a seed for that particular temple and you can give it to somebody else and they can then go and try and, do that same run that you did um 
and I guess try and get your stuff back. But yeah, it's if this, you die, it's, it's a, uh, you'll you lose your whip uh, yeah. if you've got a special whip. Um, if you've got a cool whip, um, yeah, you lose that whip, and someone else has to go through that level to get it back, or you can pay keys to retrieve it. But fuck that shit. Um, pay a streamer to go pay, get it. Pay a streamer. streamer. Yeah. That's yeah, it. here's five here's five biddies. Here's yep. my code. Here's, here's some bits, motherfucker. <laughs> Gotta get my goddamn whip. Um yeah. but yeah, so you can share it and and yeah. I had a, a message from someone else who plays who was like, Go get my whip back. I lost it. It's my favorite whip. <laughs> like, All right. <laughs> and then they disabled it. I'm like, Well, I'm afraid it's lost now. Um but like randomly other people will like will go into that level so if they succeed through it they may get it back for you anyway but uh i've yeah. definitely like logged off for the night and come back the next day and people have like retrieved my whip at random so some of my whips i've got some that i don't think will ever be gotten because i lost them way too deep in the temple very deep in the temple uh yeah i've gotten i'm, I'm pretty far i've gotten pretty far in the game still haven't quite finished stage three i'm i'm uh talking through the the levels based on the idol as a stage so stage one is the first idol stage mm -hmm. two is the second idol stage three i haven't quite reached that idol yet but uh i've gotten real fucking close and i believe i have what it takes to get there now because i've got some fucking killer whips when you yeah. succeed so there's there's actually a bit of a like there's a good reason for you to go like it feel it felt like for me for a while that once you'd finished stage one there was no reason to stop at stage one anymore but if you go if you've got like a level one whip a stage one whip and you finish stage one you get the idol in stage one then you actually bless that whip you get a blessing for that whip you upgrade it which is fucking huge right it's a big deal it removes the negative part of that whip and so if you've got like a i had like a, a whip where i could stand in water and pay money to uh heal to heal yeah uh and i can't remember what its negative was but it was it was bad right it was i think you drop money the one i saw you, was drop, like, you money drop money when you money. take damage yeah 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 when you take damage you drop all your money like you're fucking sonic or some shit uh dropping all your coins and all your rings and then uh so you wouldn't have the money you, you needed to heal so it was sort of like a like twofold right like not only where you like you need that money for blessings you need that money for healing and you've taken damage you're in trouble but if you wrap through all the way through and bless that whip it no longer does that it's no longer uh dropping all your coins when you take damage which is really cool there was another one where if you stood in water you took damage uh and uh it doesn't take long it's like a if if you're in water for one second you take damage um so you got to fucking bounce over water like suddenly water is an obstacle uh, and there's not a lot of water in these levels, but there's some, and it's enough to fucking hurt you. And so you got to pay attention to that shit. Um, it's, yeah. And once you bless it, that's no longer a problem. And to with a stage two whip, you have to actually succeed to getting through stage two to wipe that shit out. So I uh, 
before we started playing Sea of Thieves yesterday, I had a whip that um, gave me three hearts, three extra hearts from the outset. And uh, what was this negative? It had like a, oh yeah, all the guardians were double damage. So uh, yeah. doubled up. So uh, I was up against the fucking poison bomb motherfucker. Yeah, and, you didn't, uh, I don't think you explained the guardians are. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so uh, each level has a guardian. I've only seen three so far. I don't know if they've. I believe they've got five planned. I don't know if all five are in the game, but I've only seen three. There's a uh, there's a the, the devouring rage. I think it is, and it's a it's basically a big thing that will just chase you. And if it catches you, you die. Like flat out die. Even from full health. Even from six health, you die. Uh, and each level that you complete it powers up it gets angrier and powers up so it starts off moving at three meters per second which isn't very fast you can basically do whatever you want on a level uh, against the guardian that's going at three meters per second but by the time you reach the fucking end it is fucking powering along i believe it's fastest is five meters per second and it is moving about as fast as you are which means any stop you make is enough for it to catch you and so you are under the fucking pump with that one um the poison bomb uh throws out poison bombs i think it starts with like four and by the end it's throwing out like 12 and 12 poison bombs is a fucking lot of poison bombs uh and it basically just gasses out an area and if you run through it you take damage and that is yeah pretty rough although you can exploit the fuck out of it by uh it'll it'll spawn in front of you and one of the things i was doing uh i don't know if you were watching my my discord shared stream while uh i was streaming yesterday but one of the things i did was i look behind me when i knew it was going to spawn because that would spawn it behind me and then i could run forward uh and you can do that pretty pretty easily um they should probably do something about that uh because yeah you you can it's it's not that hard and i think they nerfed the poison bomb dude today so it's even easier no once you once you know how to fucking manage him he's pretty easy but uh yeah i felt like you just took too much damage too quickly from it yeah i've never taken any damage from his poison ball so i don't know but uh yeah uh the third guy is uh he shoots a laser he spawns somewhere and then he tracks you and after a certain amount of time, he shoots a laser. And the first time he tracks you, uh, it takes six seconds. So you've got plenty of time mm-hmm. to get out of the way of the laser. But by the time you're at peak fucking that dude, it's fucking quick. It's like three seconds or something. And it is like, bang, uh, you get fucking blacked. Uh, that doesn't kill you outright, but it does a fuck yep. ton of damage again. Uh, so you've got to manage that shit pretty carefully. Um yeah, it's uh it's a tricky tricky it's a good system because it means that there is a degree of pressure along the way. Uh when I was just doing like I reckon up to when you're just doing the second stage, if you're just trying to farm second stage, devouring rage is your best bet because uh you can outrun that motherfucker pretty easily. But after mm-hmm. stage two, once you get to stage three or if you've got this the double damage whip uh double guardian whip rather um he's too fast there's way too much like p- 
because you come to these rooms where you got to get a key and you got to open the door and the door takes like three seconds to fucking open uh and you had to yeah. divert to get a key uh the amount of fucking like the speed that he's going at yeah you don't get away with that shit yeah um so yeah and obviously a lot of this stuff's going to change right it's early access and like you said, they put out like a patch today, a patch yesterday. They're they're definitely yeah they're balancing on top things of and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, um, which is rad. Uh, yeah, they're they're going at it, uh, trying to make sure it's as high quality as possible. And mm-hmm. yeah, I'm loving it so far. I'm really fucking jammed with it. I put up a video on my YouTube channel. You can go have a watch of me playing through a uh, like just a, a stage two idol run um just sort of chucked it up there um there was my recording goofed i don't know shadow play has been mm-hmm. weird lately uh which is annoying but um still a good video gives you a good idea of some high level play i think uh mid, if mid you're level. interested in seeing it in action um because i'm quite good at the mid, game mid level Play. mid-level you reckon mid-level what are you up to how far are you in into it now i told you i got the first first, first. Uh, idol and then right. i was like so, all right see a thieves time baby what would you even know uh <laughs> what what mid or high level play i am like? old school quake trick jumper right i know what i'm doing you fucking you aren't good enough to fucking smell my taint motherfucker i am the fucking best phantom abyss player of all time yeah. and okay. i will not we'll listen see. Uh, the one, right. the the video in question, I had uh, a whip that minused two hearts from me. So mm-hmm. I had two fewer hearts from the fucking outset. And that feels like, obviously you should be playing every game as if you've only, like every round as if you've only got one heart, right? Like you, can, you can't afford to take any damage, but man, it's just the added pressure. There's... Yeah, he's just like, oh, God, I'm going to fucking die. One hit yeah. and I'm dead. Anyway, yeah. All right, so that is Phantom Abyss. It's available on Steam and Early Access. It's uh, on sale at the moment. Um, it's about 25 Australian, 26 Australian, um, or 20 US. And so you can check that out if you uh, are interested. Um, let's move on to the last game we got here, Sea of Thieves. A Pirate's Life. This is the third season of Sea of Thieves, I guess, that they've they've sort of launched. And um or chapter? I don't know. What do you call it? I I'm, I assume they do Season. seasons. I think quite they're calling right? it seasons. I think they're calling it seasons, yeah. Third big update to Sea of Thieves. So the last one that we talked about was like their Tall Tales introduction, uh, where they introduced a bunch of like campaign missions into the game. That you go around and do party things. Um, we had a lot of fun with that. This one is same sort of thing. A bunch of new tall tales, which is a crossover with Pirates of the Caribbean from Disney, and uh, as well as a bunch of other uh, changes into the game. And so we jumped on last night, Crew of Four, and um, yeah, went treasure hunting, went looking for things, went went looking for Jack Sparrow himself, and. Uh, yep yeah it was it was fun to get back into that thing and and slowly relearn everything <laughs> like spend the first 10 minutes all right where's how do i get my sword out uh, uh, okay yeah. 
What am I doing in this game? <laughs> Fuck me. Fair enough. How um, do I do anything? <clears throat> but anyway, it sort of kicks off with uh, there's a new NPC on the on the on the uh, beach of your starting island, I guess, or this, the islands that you're at. Uh, you can talk to them. They will give you a uh, a quest item, which is a book, and then also um, a location you need to go to, and it's a glowing cave vagina in the sea. <laughs> and once you do that, it transports you to a an instanced um, world, which is interesting. I think that's new. I don't think they've had yeah. instant stuff before. Um, right. I, I'm I'm okay with that because I've um I've had fun when uh i've played a bunch of this stuff and i haven't had to worry about other people um yeah. and then all of a sudden no i'm playing solo and a fucking giant ship with four people have showed up and my yeah. 40 minutes of treasure hunting is now gone because i'm about to be raided by all these pirates um and so ha- not having to worry about that anymore is really cool like yeah you just kind of want to do the thing you're doing with some friends obviously there's some aspects of being a pirate where you want to be a pirate and get up to some shenanigans but this is also a uh some story-based gameplay um so that was an interesting change to me i i quite liked it um although i've heard that some of the other missions aren't instance and people have had some problems with them of like people camping certain areas to try and kill them and just all right. this stuff yeah. um but anyway we had to uh we had to like go on this treasure hunt on this island and find uh this like talking head named dougie um what was it doogie i can't remember no that was that was a different different talking skeleton all right um talking skeleton head and uh we had to uh solve this like riddle and and series of puzzles with four of us running around this island and um you know it was it was was cool like that's the sort of stuff that i've liked about these see if these games like solving strange puzzles and figuring out what the game is trying to like get you to treasure do treasure hunting right like treasure yeah. hunting actual treasure like, hunting there was a point where there was like a skeleton in the bed and he you could move his arm and it when you moved his arm it'd move over the top of the map and mm. when you did that it then marked like an x on the spot and like nate yeah. and i are trying to figure out where this x is on this map and we went and found it and it like dug something up and it's like cool and while you guys were running around like trying to solve a different part of the puzzle me and Racy, yeah 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 we were solving a different puzzle and like just sort of intuitively looking at stuff around the map i, I wound up digging in this spot because i was like okay uh it looks like someone's dug here before <laughs> that was why i started digging there which wound up working out quite well for us um and then yeah, you just sort of like follow these breadcrumb trails all the way to treasure. Um, mm. This one, it, I felt if it, it felt kind of linear to me, a little bit too mm. linear, um, like this particular first one. But maybe it's just the the starter. I'm hoping they get yeah. more complex. Uh, the start too was basically just. Uh, Nate reckoned it was like actual recordings from the fucking Pirates of the Caribbean uh, right. Disney ride. And I think it is. It sounded they sounded awful. They sounded like mm. shit. Like they'd been. I, but I think that was the idea, right? It was supposed to be the ride in Sea of Thieves. Well, I didn't find it at all enchanting. And it was just <laughs> sort of like, is this it? This sounds like garbage. Why would they do this? So, yeah, I didn't. 
yeah, it didn't really work for me. But if it works for other people, fair enough. Um, I don't really like. I'm not a fan of those sorts of rides. To be honest, I like thrill rides, not like slow moving bullshit. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Fair enough. Um. um so yeah, that part didn't work for me. But uh, yeah, once we got a bit further in, running around that little uh town that little ghost town was pretty cool and yeah we did uncover some stuff i just would like it to be a bit more complex and then rescuing jack sparrow was sort of just uh it what is what it is right yeah. we, it seems a bit like... more story focused right i mean they've got this license yeah. they're probably gonna milk as yeah. much as they can from that i feel like we got ripped off uh from like a kraken fight that we were supposed to have we were fully expecting a kraken fight but instead we just sort of got teleported back to our own ship which is a bit disappointing Mm. um yeah i don't know like obviously sea of thieves and pirates of the caribbean kids franchises i suppose but i was hoping for a little bit more complexity but we'll have to keep playing and, and see if they get more complex as as they go hopefully they will yeah, yeah. I don't think we ever finished the other ones, right? I think we got like three more left of the original Tall Tales. Yeah, um, true. To get through, but it'd be cool to sort of see what they've learned and how they have, I guess, evolved the formula. Um. Anyway, we we so we finished that. We handed in. Um, Do we? Ha- no, we didn't hand anything. We we basically got back into our ship. And then saw like a giant skull pirate in the sky, floating like head, skull, yeah, flaming skull. And so we're like, let's go to that because <laughs> that looks different. Um, I know there used to be stuff like that in the game, but I, this it didn't look like this before. Uh, this was very detailed, and it was like talking to us and things. And I thought that was really cool. Um, and as we got closer, we could see a ship like in there fighting a bunch of other ghost ships. And I was I ran downstairs and looked at the map and it was like a PvP ship or a um might have been a faction ship, I'm not too sure. Like Racy said there's factions in there now. And so yeah. anyway, this ship was marked as like you can see it on your map. And so uh we belted in there and uh they started fighting us. They they shot first. They shot first, they absolutely did. We were just sort of sailing in and they shot first. 100% they turned away from the ghost ship that they were fighting to come and try to fight us and uh they were they had all these special fucking cannonballs that they were using and they oh, yeah. were on the fucking megaphones like yelling trash talking shit and telling us oh hey guys oh yeah oh, oh you came to the wrong part of the sea and what are you doing here and all this kind of shit and uh, yeah, talking endless amounts of trash. They wrecked our fucking ship. Uh, it was on fire all over the fucking place, had holes everywhere. Well, actually, that was the problem, right? The the mistake they made was they took out our masts, they set us on fire, and then they didn't put any fucking holes in our hull. So we were just sort of dead in the water, repairing. They were, like, shooting themselves across, and they, I don't know, they got a couple of kills, but we got we were able to revive like you're able to revive now so we got you guys back up and we blapped them uh i never died uh to any of them uh i got a fucking bunch of kills i'll tell you what uh and then 
Yeah. They, like, never put any fucking actual holes in our ship. They forgot mm. to use real cannonballs and they just used specials on us. And they were, yeah, just, I guess, I don't know, flossing on us, right? Uh, but getting, well, They definitely we, used some cannonballs because I was downstairs and ran out of, we did ran have, out of wood. We did have some holes. The best, <laughs> like, what water. fucking cracks me up about this entire thing is that we rolled into this fight off the back of this uh, of this tall tale that we'd done. We hadn't really stocked up on shit. Like, we hadn't stocked up on anything. They're rolling around in this fucking race. He reckons it's a $4 million fucking boat or some shit. Uh, with tattered sails and all this fucking super fly shit. Clearly been playing CFTs nonstop their entire fucking time. Uh, we're rolling up in our fucking garbage boat with nothing on it. And four well, dudes we, we who barely remember how to figure fucking how to play. pull away our swords. Yeah. And then... We fucking sunk them. We fucking sunk them pretty fucking easy. Mostly because, well, like, they, like, they had us dead in the water. The ghost ships were coming in. I think that's what most of the fucking hull damage was, was the ghost ships were started attacking us because we were closer and they'd lost aggro. Like, the, the, other, the other team had lost aggro. And so they, ca- but they came back in for another fucking run and they like came swimming across and they're shit talking us. And so I jumped off the fucking boat and swam over and fucking blapped the fuck out of the, the dude on the, the wheel. Uh, came the guy on the fucking cannons, dropped the anchor. Uh, Nate come up on, on top, dropped their third guy. And then that was it. We just fucking emptied into them. The ghosts yeah. help as, as well. I think they had the majority of the fucking uh, aggro because they had a bunch of ghost uh, treasure chests. And I think that drew yeah. a lot of aggro. But uh, yeah, we just fucking, we, we were still dead in the water, basically. So we couldn't move, but we, we'd managed to stop oh, it yeah. so that, uh, right in front of us and we sunk them. Yeah. Easy peasy. They got sunk and then our ship was on fire. Like, like... Yeah. For literally burning the masts yeah. were like all fucked the anchor we didn't know was how broken. to repair masts we were struggling to put fucking fire out i think you guys uh, were struggling to everything i was like i was swimming out there and like picking up these chests and yeah. i turn around and half the ship is on fire and i'm like guys you have to put the ship on like it's on fire and then i would get on the ship i would drop off a a chest I would swim back out, turn around, and half the ship is still on fire. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Luke's like on the fucking mic. Like, put the fucking fire out. And we're like desperately, me and Nate are the only ones with planks left underneath the fucking boat, like hammering fucking holes up, trying to fucking bail this thing out. Every time we bail out, like what you couldn't see because you were just dumping fucking chests on and giving us shit was that all of the under, like the second level, Oh, this fucking nightmare was on fire as well. And so you'd run down and like hammer up some fucking holes. And then when you went back up to the second level, you would be on fire. Like you were on fire. So you're like managing your health, like eating a fucking banana and like putting out the water from like, it was actually somewhat fortunate because you could use the water that was filling the bottom of the fucking boat and sinking us to put out the fire that was on the second <laughs> level. But then you had to go up and put it out on the deck and then up on the fucking top floor. When you're on fire, I didn't know this, but uh, it scorches 
the steering wheel. And so you can't, like, I, when I was steering us uh, away at the end, I couldn't see, you know, you use the gold, um, yeah. there's, like, Handle. on the steering wheel, there's one gold prong, and that indicates, like, uh, directly Middle. forward. But also mm-hmm. on the big galleon, it also indicates, like, how far. So you use that to know exactly how hard you're turning left and right. Uh, or if you're going directly straight, couldn't fucking see it for the life of me. So I couldn't fucking, like, I had to, like, listen very carefully for the Fun. gung that it does. Yeah. It does, like, a little gung noise when you go to direct center. Um which was very hard to hear because Luke wouldn't shut the fuck up about how we were on fire. And uh, I'm like, I fucking know we're on fire. The, like, the fucking ship is on fire behind me and I'm trying to steer us away from some fucking rocks. Can't work out where fucking forward is. And I'm like, oh, God, we're going to fucking die. Uh, but no, we didn't. Not only did no. we not die. Because I put the fire st- out. <laughs> oh, I put the fucking fire. Get the fuck out of here, you put the fucking fire out. It was a team effort. We all put the fire out. All you did was steal all their loot. I killed them all, right? You just, you came in and I swept them. up. Anyway, so they talked endless amounts of shit. Uh, had the, we were fucking sit, literally sitting ducks. Like, because we were fucking duck, sitting ducklings, really. We had fucking no clue what we were doing. I had never seen a mask a mast get taken down before i had no idea what we were fucking supposed to do uh so i i couldn't work that out um but so we couldn't even fucking repair shit never seen fire before like all this shit they had us lock stock the fucking lot and we still walked away with all their fucking loot uh turned it all in easy fucking peasy i would have gotten them too i would have gotten them again but I got eaten by a shark. That's the only time I died. That's when I had to bail. I was like, I'm just going to swim out to them. I'm going to swim out and jump on their boat and murder them again because they're shit. I can do it. I've got no fucking, absolutely no doubt in my mind that I can kill these motherfuckers again. Yeah. I am wandering out. I haven't reloaded my ammo. Uh, Don't have any health left. Uh, I don't care. I'm still going to fucking, and then a shark came and got me. I'm like, oh, that's fair. I have to go make dinner anyway. Um, But yeah. That was good fun. I prefer, I like that you can do the tall tale in an instance because there is a degree of like terror in the idea that you're going to wind up uh, losing all your shit. Um, but at the same time, what I like about Sea of Thieves is other people. Is the same thing I like about Daisy, and yeah. Uh, yeah i think we did uh we did some good shit in that game that was fucking fun as shit uh i love ta- uh, love sea of thieves yeah yeah i think next time we maybe do some stocking up i definitely stocked that would up be smart before before we be left <laughs> I, I don't think anyone else stocked up because we well racy unfortunately boards. for racy he loaded it in while we we're all already out at sea so racy gets a pass on that one that wasn't his fault <laughs> me i jumped on the ship and started raising the anchor uh yeah the entire like the the whole time the chick was telling us what we were supposed to be doing we weren't listening even a little bit. You're like, see ya, I'm out. 
Peace out. With, uh, yeah, yeah, lady. We get it. We'll, we'll sail into the sea vagina. It's fine. Don't worry about it. We can wipe this shit out as we go. And then we get through the sea vagina. We're like, what the fuck are we supposed to be doing? <laughs> Nobody fucking knows what we're supposed to be doing here. Yeah. Anyway. I like the, um, like, when we ended that first tall tale, like, you, there's this sunset that I that was, like, coming out of, it was a sunrise, I think. It was like coming out of yeah, it would have been sunrise and oh. uh there's this like giant sun behind this um uh island that is slowly rising and then mm. like the zo- the camera like zooms out behind the boat and very cinematic and i don't know man they've done such a good job with that game to turn that around and they just have put some awesome stuff in there that makes it a lot of fun like added content um, like injected a bunch of content into it yeah 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 um like I, I'm, I'm remembering those old tall tales that we did where it was like that crazy island we were on that we were running around trying to solve puzzles and it was like exploding and there was like indiana jones traps in this cave and all this wild insane stuff and um yeah that's a like i'm hoping there's like more of that sort of craziness to the game and how they've evolved that because you're like they got that volcano section in the game. I don't think I think, think I've been there once. <laughs> like that you whole complained about the whole time. Although that video is endlessly hilarious. Uh, yeah, yeah. They like they they have a lot in there that they just don't utilize as much as they probably should. Eh? Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, anything else to add? That Sea of Thieves? No, I don't think so. Um, no. no. All right. Well, uh, let's keep going here. We'll do some news and then we will uh, start to get out of here. Let's kick things off with EA is reportedly reviving the Dead Space IP. Um, This is a reveal that is supposed to be coming in the next EA Play in, I think it's July. They announced a date for this like yesterday. Um let me see if it says here when it's coming uh next uh i thought they announced a day for this do you remember if they did no i don't think they did oh Hmm. i can't find anything it says there's leaks and things here anyway um so this is supposed to be coming out soon um this announcement apparently motive is working on it they uh were developing the star wars squadrons game and so they've now moved on to this dead space thing um it's apparently not a i guess continuation of that original dead space series it's supposedly more of like a reboot reimagining of it um what are your sort of thoughts on i guess dead space and then ea reviving dead space uh me and nate played a bit of dead space three the other yeah. week uh right. not Co-op. a lot of it. that we did yeah. not have fun but uh we really? went back to i it thought because... that did really interesting things with like one player would see things in the game and the other one would see yeah. them differently we yeah. didn't get that deep uh into it we'd played it um like at the preview event as i recall correctly we'd played it together uh, in san francisco and uh, we had a whale of a time basically the same uh but in in the same vein that you me and nate all had a fucking spectacular time playing state of decay 2 together in that we <laughs> right. were just fucking being morons and uh 
like fucking with each other the entire fucking time um oh. and so we're like maybe we should uh jump back in and, and see how that one actually goes but we were just not having a good time i mean it's got all like some some odd odd decisions uh the way it, it just plays uh so yeah it, it wasn't the classic dead space experience that we were looking for mm-hmm. and uh I, I don't know. I, I don't know if a co-op game really works for a horror. Game. Horror, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I think that's why that interesting mechanic of players seeing something different to what you're seeing. Certainly, that right, one hundred percent. Like when you, when I can see a a Christmas display in an elevator and you can't. Uh, yeah, apparently, it's not there. <laughs> yeah, not there. Uh, anyway, um, yeah. Uh, I think Dead Space is a really cool like idea and world and story and like I I think they've built such a really cool world but uh, I would be hesitant to revisit it without the core team that made it happen in the first place because uh, I think they really got it Mm. and you could see by the time Dead Space Three came around that they didn't that team didn't really get it. So yeah, uh, I would have to I would I would be skeptical until I saw it executed well. Yeah. Well, I don't think that's going to happen because um, Glenn Schofield is now working on PUBG. So exactly, exactly, <laughs> different. Basically, exactly what I was thinking. Uh, yeah yeah different team um but also like like ea's track record of single player story games is not that strong i think respawn's jedi fallen order was um up there in terms of a good move but they're they don't really have a good catalog of those types of games and so what is their like what is their agenda here with dead space is it is it going to be a multiplayer game is it something else you know it's sort of hard to give them credit at the moment for trying to bring this back without knowing yeah. what direction it's going to go into yeah exactly i mean i uh i think they don't have like you know jedi was good but yeah, I, I just don't know how they turn this into something that they would really do justice to. I don't know. Mm. Uh, yeah, we'll man, have to like, wait like, and see. Look I, at I, Battlefield. doesn't even have a campaign either. Like, it just seems to be they've... Jedi Fallen Order is their last sort of big game with a campaign and everything else yeah, is very much centered around either, you know, uh, live service games, Anthem, multiplayer stuff, uh, you know, I, I feel like uh, Mass Effect will maybe be their big like single player focus, but they're absolutely putting multiplayer in that game for sure. They, they have to, right? There's got to be some sort of multiplayer component. So yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm definitely keen to see what this Dead Space thing is next month, but yep. uh, not holding my breath at this stage. So mm. we'll see. All right. Uh, another game I am not holding my breath for is Aliens Fireteam Elite, which now has a release date. It's got a new name. It's coming mm. out August 24th, which is really soon. Um, Way too soon. Uh, really? 
right? Yeah. yeah. I'm still like on the fence about this game being any good. We've not seen like anything from this thing and it's out in two months um, and they've changed the name of it. Yeah. They got that new trailer um, that was out yesterday or today at some point. Mm-hmm. I just like, I don't think Alien is a... I don't think it's a, a generic franchise, so I don't think it really, like, serves to be, like, made with a generic game, you know? Like, I'd prefer... Like, there's so much... It's such a rich fucking world uh, <laughs> that, like, it's better when it's done, like, isolation, or, you know, if you want to do this goofy fucking action shit it's got to be like the the tension just doesn't exist in these generic wave-based shooters i think it just doesn't like the the tension isn't there because it sort of always comes down to either you succeed or you don't and Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know i don't know i just i'm very skeptical or not even skeptical like I would say I'm I'm more pessimistic about the concept. You know, uh, I'd love for it to be good, but yeah, hope it is. Doubt. Like we talked about uh, the last couple of weeks, this is the the next year of bring them back co-op, uh, yeah. left for dead esque games. Like there's a ton of them coming out now, so they got yeah. some big competition. Um. But anyway, def- we'll definitely check that out. Um, next up, we've got Cyberpunk 2077 gets a new patch and returns to the PlayStation Store. But with an important notice, if you go to the PlayStation Store, this is the uh, mm. information they've got here. It says, users continue to experience performance issues with this game. Purchase for use on PlayStation 4 systems is not recommended. This is Don't forget, this is a PlayStation 4 game. Yeah. This is not this is not Cyberpunk 2077 does not have the next gen update. This is a game designed for these systems. It says here for best sorry, for the best Cyberpunk experience on PlayStation, play on the PlayStation 4 Pro and PlayStation 5 systems. Yeah. Um so this is after PlayStation removed Cyberpunk 2077 from their store last year. It's been absent from the store for over the 6 months at this stage. Uh when um i guess cd project gave sony a little bit of a uh like kind of forced their hand i guess uh, like yeah. you know hey we're gonna offer refunds uh you know you can refund the game it's fine you do that and sony being like what you didn't know okay we'll offer refunds but we're also taking your game off our store yeah uh, and this was um yeah so this was six months ago and uh yeah i don't know man like this seems just like a still a dumpster fire of a of a buggy game that is now eight months after release it's still busted it it shouldn't have come out at this state like it feels like this game shouldn't have been out still at this point yeah uh the way it's sort of running they've pushed back the next gen upgrades for these games so this stuff is like you got to remember when they designed when they when they were making cyberpunk 2077 those old PlayStation 4, Xbox One consoles were what they were designing this thing for, and it just fundamentally is broken on it. Um, yeah. 
I don't know if you've seen the videos that have sort of come out in the last couple of days of what's been changed, but the pedestrians have all but been removed. Uh, traffic has all but been removed, like extremely toned down to get it to a point where it can run at a good frame rate. That's not including all the issues that it's still having. Um, yeah, any thoughts mm. on this one? Uh, no, nothing that you haven't already said. This is still woefully behind uh, like what it should have been, what people expected, uh, let alone you know the what the hype machine uh pitched so yeah uh no i, yeah. I don't just i mean for me it's not it's like some of it is not surprising i think it's because when i i remember when i saw this game i think i i would have said on here like this is a next gen game is there's not it's not coming to co- these consoles and they yeah. they put it out on them uh mm. And, and like it doesn't run it's just a, a mess so i think they should have just focused on next gen they should have pushed this game back another year yeah uh, at least and, and sort it out because at this stage they have like ruined their uh credibility Absolutely. as far as i'm concerned yeah yeah uh all right and the last piece of news we got here is sega is turning sonic into a vtuber what is this i just saw this earlier today and jesus uh, I, I, I don't know what it is. The whole VTuber concept makes me feel so fucking old. I cannot imagine. It's just, it's, I think it's just, you know, an anime thing. Like, I just don't like that art style. <laughs> it's just, but it's so, uh, it's so, so Sonic to be just, oh yeah, let's do this. This is a trend. Let's do this. Uh, just on on thirty years of Sonic, yeah. There's been Hot three good years. Sonic. Hot tub stream Sonic is coming. Uh, yeah, thirty years and only three good years. Although Sonic Mania is apparently good, and it's coming to Xbox Game Pass, so I will actually play it because I refuse to pay for another Sonic game. I will never pay for another Sonic game unless... You've been paying for Sonic games for the last 25 years. Exactly, exactly. Um, with your yeah. soul, not with money. With my soul, of, of course. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah. Once I see a good Sonic game, maybe they could convince me to come back. But, um, yeah, Sonic Mania eventually coming to Game Pass. I'll wait until that happens before I have any possible faith in the series again yeah anyway i just thought it was funny because you know classic sonic yeah classic sonic all right yeah that is the news have we got any questions for this week great question great question do we have questions 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 uh johnny bravo writes Hey guys, long time listener, first time caller. What was your biggest non-announcement at E3, i.e. mansplaining? What were you expecting to get announced that didn't? JB, GG, easy. Oh, we were playing fucking Battlefield 4. I didn't mention it. We had a huge fucking bunch of people playing Battlefield 4. Mm. Um, I think we might have had like eight, seven or eight people all in the same server playing together uh two squads jb kept going on the other team from us because he's dog dog and the boys 
Um, but we we're all in the Discord together, so he was listening in to find us, and he was relaying all the information to his team. He was typing it out. It was mad cheating, uh, basically screen cheating. It was uh, it was real dog in the boys, and uh, no, we had some fucking good times. Uh, I do did I had forgotten. It was like me, Nate, Morkai, uh, Frisco, JB. JB had a bunch of his mates come in as well. I don't know if I'm forgetting anyone. But uh, it was good. It was f fun as shit. Uh, and yeah, we're just rolling through Battlefield 4 again. One thing mm -hmm. I, yeah. If you're going to play Battlefield 4 again, go to a server that has no jets in the fucking server title because jets are way overpowered in Battlefield. The, the speed at which they move means they can get out of range of uh, target lock way too fucking fast so either you dumb fire them or uh yeah they get out of range and then they come back in and they're they've got infinite flares which is fucking crazy like that's just insane they should have a fucking limited amount of flares and then they have to reload and that would make more sense but that's not what's happening in that game um so yeah jets are just shit tanks tanks are fun we had some fucking epic epic games Anyway, uh, biggest non-announcement at E3. Any oh, the reason I said all that is because at the end of every game, JB says GG easy because he's a toxic, toxic dog. Uh, he's so toxic. It's ridiculous. He's Britney Spears toxic. Um, what was your biggest non-announcement? Like, what were you mm. expecting to get announced that wasn't announced? Did we? I feel like I maybe mentioned this. I'm still keen on seeing what Ken Levine is doing. It's been, um, oh yeah, what like four and a half years since he announced his uh, new studio. It's been like eight years since Bioshock Infinite came out. Um, so sure. I'm like, he's someone that I'm, I'm really keen on seeing what's going on. Um, like uh, this new thing from. Uh, I guess Brendan Green and what he's working on that's at what, yeah. PUBG Corp. Um, that's probably that's, yeah. More more of the uh, single player PUBG game, and uh, whatever Brent, Brendan Green was working on was what was going to be my answer. Um, because yeah, I feel like they were noticeably absent, but yeah, whatever Ken Levine's on is a is a good one too because i'm very intrigued to see where he goes with it mm. um, um for me other stuff that was sort of a no-show we, we talked about that stuff already like a lot of the um warner brothers games like i want to see what those things yeah. about um like i want to see this new uh, suicide squad game like what it looks like in action i want to see this harry potter game that was yeah. nowhere to be seen um uh, like talking about like Brendan Green, did you hear this rumor that like PUBG got um, PUBG Two has apparently got cancelled? No. This what? is from um, uh, player IGN who does a lot of news and leaks and and uh, that sort of thing about PUBG and basically saying that his um, source that he sort of knows in the development side. Um, says that that project has been cancelled and like instead that studio has decided to do more like a, an overhaul of PUBG and update that game um, similar to what Overwatch 2 is doing. So, um, Right. 
I don't know. This is kind of fresh news. It only came out like yesterday that I remember seeing it. Um, um, yeah. Liam shared a cool video with Jonathan Frakes. Did you see that? Oh, yeah, the senior. So, uh, yeah, like, I don't know, a little bit of a hint at what's happening with whatever that fucking single-player game is, Callisto, something or other. Um, looks... Well, I thought it was entertaining. It was a good like parody but um yeah i hadn't seen this pubg2 stuff uh i guess see what they do i'm keen to check out this new map when it hits uh keen to fucking install it for one game and then uninstall it as soon as it pisses me off too much which will be you know obviously moments after i load in or moments after it puts me in fucking sandhawk instead of the new fucking map which I guarantee you is going to happen. But uh, we'll yeah. have to wait and see see it, it happen. But yeah. Anyway. Awesome. Good question, JB. Thanks for the question. Yep. Anything else? Cool. Is that the only one? Uh, nope. Uh, All right. That's not the show. It's not the show. JB had that's a suggestion. Yeah. You got anything to pimp out, Luke? Uh, no. Yeah, good. Uh, <laughs> my, I, my Twitter uh, account, twitter.com slash Luke Laurie. Yep, and go to my Twitter account uh, at JoeyJojo or my YouTube. I put up a couple of videos this week. Uh, one playing some Dead by Daylight, and one playing uh, some uh, Phantom Abyss. So go check those out. Mm. Uh, have a look at them. Um, the Dead by Daylight one is just sort of gameplay of these cats not understanding what Pyramid Head is about to do. How them. it works. Uh, and uh, Phantom Abyss, I sort of commentate through the level, but it's very slightly edited because my recording was being a dick for some reason. Mm. It was just, I don't know what they've done, but like sometimes the NVIDIA broadcast is like switching screens or something. Right. I don't fucking know. It was pretty weird. It was like flickering for a little bit when I was on the main menu and all this kind of dumb shit. It was very annoying. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, you can you can go watch my last Dead by Daylight video. It's up to 115,000 views, I think, at this stage. Cool. Okay, um, so. I'm like eight followers, subscribers away from being able to set my own name, I think, on my YouTube channel. So Sweet. Click, uh, click that button. <laughs> and then no, I can give, give people some. a link. Otherwise, nice. my YouTube is youtube.com slash UX1pipe for uh, something like that. Um, Sweet. Pipe. Did you just say yeah. pipe? How dare you? Pipe. Horizontal bar. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, yes, that is the show. <laughs> you can find us on iTunes, Android, Windows Store, Spotify, um, YouTube, all the places you get podcasts from. You can find us on The Gap or the GA Podcast. Please rate and review the show if you have a moment. It helps other people find us. Uh, if you'd like to send us questions, you can go to our Discord page, thegapodcast.com slash Discord. You can drop in there, leave questions. Uh, go to the general channel talk about all sorts of nonsense otherwise um there's voice channels you can play games with other people uh the flavor of the week i guess uh sea of thieves we've been playing that um people yep. playing uh, obviously battlefield old school battlefield battlefield 4 and uh whatever else is on the list dead by daylight want the the five stack get it happening oh yeah let's do a five stack let's let's yeah. organize that um you can also go to our social media phase uh, uh 
facebook.com slash ga podcast twitter.com slash ga podcast you can go to our youtube page thegapodcast.com slash youtube you watch the podcast in video form or you can go to our website thegapodcast.com and uh, we've got links to all those things we just spruced out including uh, being able to find past episodes of this show or other uh, featured content that uh, you might want to go check out on there that is all thanks to our patreon members if you want to help support the show you can go to patreon.com slash ga podcast become a recurring member uh help support the podcast pay the bills keep things going thank you very much thank you so much you're the best yeah we love you um and you get the podcast a little bit early if you're on the Mm. correct tier um like usually a day it's about a day early uh that is it for this week um next week i have no idea what is out anything on your radar we talk about um i thought of a game before and now i've forgotten um there's definitely we're definitely gonna have some games that we'll have played uh i i can't remember what though um oh we're gonna play it takes two with nate oh, oh. Uh, okay that'll be interesting yeah yeah uh that'll be that'll be something it's a game you're supposed to play with your partner and you're like, uh, I'm gonna play with Nate. <laughs> like, my wife's shit at games. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck that. Um, we're just gonna yeah. troll the shit out of each other and then complain about how the game doesn't work. Um, yeah. Uh, so there's that, and I don't know what else. Uh, it feels like there's lots of games, lots yeah. of games to play, but uh, yeah, just not sure what yet. Anyway. Anyway. Hey, look, hmm. we didn't have much to talk about tonight and we got through like three Very and a half hours. Well, lots of demos, so um, that helped us out. Anyway, as I yep. said, that is it. Thanks everyone for listening and uh, we'll see you all next week. Love you, bye. Bye.